Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 195. It is the final Spawncast of the year 2020. It's been a long decade, but we're we're just about done with it. So I mean, tw- next podcast will be in the year 2021. Uh, we're missing Sean because I, I don't know. He's doing something. You know, he fell asleep. Uh, he said he fell asleep on the recliner or something at his, at his grandma's. He said it on Twitter. I don't know. He's, he's not here. Uh, Miss Click's not here either. Neither is MVG. They'll all be back next week, but still have quite a few people here. We have Max, Dreamcast guy. How's it going? Hello. Hello. It's been a very chill Christmas. I hope everybody in chat's having a good time. Then we have Jordan. Hi. Merry, Jordan, Merry how you doing? Christmas. Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. Then yeah. we have Evan. Yep. Evan, how's it going? Good, good to have Evan here. We got OJ, Player Essence. What's up? Welcome. And then we have, who may, might be the best among us player I've ever seen, Nate. What? You pretended <laughs> I went the into for that. half the game, and then I uh, magically knew how to do everything. <laughs> and I also went into it with no strategy in mind, so I was just doing tasks, and now I learned that you do need a strategy, and half the time the strategy is tell the truth, because when you tell the truth, you're suspicious as all hell, and that's why we kept trying to kill you. Yeah, everyone tried we to kill you. knew not to trust you. <laughs> I was but telling like, you how it was. Yeah, but Click was so hopped up on caffeine that she was just immediately suspicious each round because she was way too anxious to kill everyone else. Like OJ, she was like, we got to get OJ out so we'll win. And OJ's like, yeah, I'm doing my job. And we looked they- at the Click and <laughs> we got away with it because we killed OJ for no reason at all. Actually, I was already dead, so... Yeah, I think I, I I killed Jordan immediately, and everyone thought it was OJ. <laughs> Even you, though OJ, he point, did nothing, you, he just walked around. Uh, my favorite was I killed uh, I killed Fringe directly on top of Nate, and everybody and and as soon as Nate <laughs> left the menu, I could be like, oh my god, there's a body on top of Nate. Clearly, he's the killer. I almost wonder if if everyone yeah. got together because there was one point where everyone was like standing on top of each other in a crowd. If everyone's in a crowd. And one person's a killer, and somebody in that crowd gets killed. If anyone can really see or tell who it was that killed him, that, that animation that, only plays for the person who gets killed, right? That happened yeah. one time when I was playing with uh, my community, and I, I was like, "Oh, it was this person," and it wasn't that person. That's <laughs> like, yeah, that, that, that's so. slick if you could do that. If you can get yeah, away with that, literally, <laughs> the person killed somebody right there. Was like four of us. I was like, "Oh, it had to be this person," and it was the wrong. I was like, "Oh my gosh, it was the wrong." Yeah, person. that's why you I should never just, stack. Is it going to be a stack kill like that? I almost want to try that just to see if you can get away with it. Right. Just to try it. Everyone just I'll really get it. together like next to a task and just wipe somebody just to see if you can get away with it. That's usually what the uh, sabotages uh, are for because everyone always piles in on that crap. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be interesting. Um, so it is, the, like I said, the last podcast of the year. I have a, like two topics, but I figure we'd also do some Q&A from the chat uh, tonight. So it might not be in a shorter show, but we also have apparently quite a few Discord questions. So, okay. All right, we're back. <laughs> we're back. All right, we're back. Evan, Evan's fighting OBS over there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's happening. Okay. Always something. OB- Always fucking OB- something. OBS and Comcast over there. Anyway, I said it was going to be a, a shorter show, but we do still have a few topics and some questions to go over. And we'll do Q&A from the chat as well towards the end. But let's uh, you guys play anything good this week. Holiday week. Do you guys have a fun week? And what did you play? Anything good? I think it was real fun. Uh, a friend of mine uh, just is into Final Fantasy VII as I am, but she's not super good at uh, the trophies. So I went over to her house and helped her do the squat challenge and the pull-up challenge and like a lot of the, the, the stuff. And I hadn't played Final Fantasy VII Remake in five months or something. So going back to that, I just forgot how beautiful that freaking game is. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's on the PS4, you said? 
Which yeah, just playing on a PS4 Pro? Pro, PS4 nice. Pro on a on a 4K TV, and it just looks. I mean, it's it's insane. The level of detail on people's faces in that game just still blows my mind. Damn. I kind of want to go back and play it on my OLED now. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. on there at the PS5. Oh, it'll look awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, how long did it take you to do? Because like that freaking pull up challenge, man. Like that was actually kind of difficult to get that. So I, I did both in about an hour, but I've done them before. Okay. So since I once you already know the tactic in your head of like mm-hmm. you know just zinning out, you know it, it wasn't too bad. The first time though, it's it was pretty tough. The first time trying to get this, the 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 squat is okay, but like the pull up one, man, that pissed me off. Yeah, that it's a pain. So I did some more cyberpunk and I'm just kind of working through all the different side missions on that. But Jordan, you know what I turned on after we talked about it last week? What did you I, do? I started up infamous again. Nice. On the PS5 the first on, on the OLED. Oh, okay. Which, oh, cool. are you talking about a uh, second son? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the nice. one on the PS4. Okay. Yeah, I, I started. The, it looks it still looks good. Like it's it's a game from when did that come out? 2014, 2015, 2014, mm-hmm. yeah. early 2014. 2014. It still looks good. Like you go back and play. I think the faces are a little rough still because yeah, yeah, how far we are yeah. now from then. But like mm-hmm. everything else around it looks good. The, the lighting yeah. effects and everything. Did they double? Did they? Is it 60 frames or is it still uncapped? Like I think it's I think it's still just on. I think it's just uncapped still like it, it okay. looks it looks fine in motion on the PS5 load times are pretty quick and all of that. But I, don't know, I was playing back through it and I was like, this looks it, it's whenever another infamous comes along, dude, it's going to look amazing on the PS5 with uh, like if you have like a nice OLED and HDR and all of this, mm. it's going to look good. First light looked really good on that. But like having an OLED for infamous is like next level uh, yeah, and the game's still really fun. Be great game's still really fun so yeah i'm i hope we get another infamous like soonish because i would i would love to to kind of jump back into that series again uh, but i actually played that for several hours i thought i'd start it up just to, like see how it looks on the ps5 and runs i ended up playing that thing for like three or four hours in a night just checking it out what do you I, what do you guys think though about uh, uh if they could bring over the first and second infamous i think that'd be kind of cool uh, remaster yeah that. i like right. the idea of that yeah, yeah. that would um, be cool one i think one needs some some work it's a pretty rough yeah. looking game oh is it um, yeah, remastered yeah yeah re- remaster the for the second one still holds up pretty well uh second one is when they're like okay this game could work and they put a lot more uh money and time behind it uh but yeah i would love a love a remaster the first one for sure i still think the ending of the first game is one of my favorite endings of any game ever just like what a plot twist so good can i, can I say you're the last boss that's great you know it's been 10 years it's yeah long time, I, I totally <laughs> forgot the ending dude i played it so long ago but i beat, I, I, I got a platinum trophy in it, but i, I, I would like to see them do like the the a remaster of those games that would be cool yeah. like a pack I like mean, how they did the uncharted collection kind there'll of there'll be a good or, reason yeah. for them to prototype uh, eventually so yeah. Well, like I said, hopefully new infamous is coming up because I would I would like them to, to do that again on the PS5. I think it look really cool. Yeah. Good enough. yeah. What about what about you, Jordan? You play anything good? Uh just you know, here and there I played some cyberpunk this week. Mm, uh yeah. you know, busy week with other stuff, but for gaming I, I just put it into cyberpunk, doing a lot more of the side missions and other characters I haven't met or all the other stuff I just didn't do during my initial playthrough. So nothing too crazy. No uh no crazy ridiculous finds this time like like the last time i found the gun that sings rihanna song. i did find that though i found that i found, you found it yeah i came across it yeah it's pretty funny okay yeah it's just randomly yeah on the body. I, I picked it up yeah. and it does that it's during that's like during it's like let's like loading time or like it's call time when you're it put you on hold basically it starts doing that yeah the rihanna song yeah yeah it's just that, that, that's, a, that's a funny little yeah, touch so. Uh, I don't really use the gun that much, but yeah. it's still cool. game game's still full it, of it auto headshots yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could pick it. It's like, do you want to shoot people in the head or you want to shoot them in, like the legs or something? So, so, yeah, apparently, the dick, yeah. so apparently there's a there, there's a cap for that. Um, 
I haven't hit it yet, but my friend who he he chose the there's a you can either do the pacifist method or you can do the headshot method. The pacifist shoots the enemies directly like in a in a limb to mm -hmm. to not kill them, or the other one will just go directly for a headshot. It, it depending on which one you choose, the gun will malfunction after 50 kills and revert to the other one. So if you oh. choose headshots only after 50 kills, it'll never shoot for the head again, apparently, because he did it reverse. And that's what happened to him. He went for pacifist and now only he can shoot in the head. Uh, I haven't hit that yet, but that's kind of a uh, it's kind of annoying. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So mostly mostly that, though, for me, too. Um, but what about what about OJ playing anything good this week? Yeah, I was playing. This game came out last year, but um, I finally got my physical copy of it, um, Indivisible. And, uh, dude, it's freaking amazing. I absolutely love it. It's like a uh, Valkyrie profile style of game where, like, you have characters mapped on each uh, face button. And uh, you can do combos and kind of get different abilities and link them up. And it's just a really good game. It's made by the same people who make Skullgirls. So it has, like, that hand Oh, and, nice. Uh, yeah, Is that the company that, like, announced that they... Didn't that go the company like go away or something? Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did Lab Zero, uh, you know, Mike Z, and there was just a bunch of controversy surrounding the company and what happened. But they got their game indivisible out before all that happened, uh, which is unfortunate for the company. Uh, I really like Lab Zero. I like Skullgirls. I, I like those. I, I like the drawings. The animations are really good. But it's a fantastic game. The story's good. Voice acting's really good. There's tons of characters. So um, if you're into the old school like Valkyrie profile style of games, because that's kind of how this one's um kind of put up but it's there's more platforming so there's platforming elements there's like metroidvania you have like a map and like you can go back to certain parts once you get different abilities uh she has like high basically like high speed boots like a lot of like samus's uh stuff that she could do um in addition to like valkyrie profile so it's kind of like a hybrid between like a metroidvania and valkyrie profile game and it's extremely good i've been having a ton of fun with it i've put i think like almost 10 hours into the game streamed it already once so uh, so yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it. It's on every, it's on PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, PC. It's on everything. Uh, so yeah, I've been enjoying that, been playing that, and that's pretty much it in terms of I, I played, still played a ton more of Sephiroth. Got really close. I almost have every character in Elite Smash. I got a couple more. I got Game and Watch, and I got uh, who else did I get? Somebody else. Game and Watch and somebody else. So I got like less than ten characters. I got like eight characters left. So I can finally get all my characters in Elite Smash and be done with it when it comes to that. So so I did that. And that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. But I'm really loving the Indivisible. I think it's fantastic. And it's cheap, too. It's like, I think it's only like I think it's like it's less than 20 bucks. It's like mm -hmm. 20 bucks on sale on Xbox. And then it's like um, I think it's 30 on Switch, but you can get it for cheaper if you um, buy it certain places. But yeah, I've been just playing that. They just they finally sent out my copy of the game. Like it's been, Oh geez. Wow, that's yeah. been a while then. Yeah, yeah. I ordered it a while ago. Like the was limit, was it like delayed. limited run or something? Yeah, yeah. The the, the, the they, <laughs> got, they got delayed. You know, I was waiting for the but I should have just bought the game digital because I like playing it portable like when I'm lying down in bed and I like I like that I like that Panzer. Panzer Dragoon over there. It finally Jordan. happened, man. Finally happened. There you go. Oh, good. 84 years. You hit pre-order <laughs> on something, you expect it to come out eventually, and baby, <laughs> here it is. After everyone else got theirs, little old Jordan Fringe finally has Panzer Dragoon. Some, sometimes you have to wait, We but did the it. wait is good. Sometimes. We did it. They joked with me on Twitter. They said, oh, it's coming soon. It's coming. It's finally here. Thanks, Doug. I appreciate it. Did you notice there's a typo on the back cover? Is there is? How bad? It's striking wrong. They forgot the T. So it's fraying. 
Nine months to punch the box. Max got, the box, but Max got his Grandia. HD Clutch, I got the East wait, Origin wait, Grandia. You guys got too. your... I haven't got my Grandia yet. What the hell, it, man? It, just, I, it had to have just gone out. So mine I, got, Yeah, mine came today. And it seems like they're mainly from like the East Coast or something. It yeah, seems like the more East you are, the faster it comes. Okay. Yep. I got a... I want my copy. I'm so happy with it. I'm looking just, and is it is it just, it's just the cart? Oh yeah, look at that. Nice Jordan. Yeah, what about Max? The, it, the switch. Oh, it's got a reverse cover. Ooh, the reverse cover is the Grandia One original art. Oh, oh that's cool. All right, I'm using that for sure. Hell yeah. So it's the Grandia Two original art and then the that's Grandia cool. One. Nice. That's awesome. Good stuff. Ooh, what about Nate? An instruction book? Hell yeah. Oh, um, it does have an instruction book. Nice. An right, actual cool. instruction booklet. Ooh yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> oh, some people are asking just to kind of um about we got most of us have the OLEDs. It's the LGCX guys for those. LGCX is what a lot of people use right now. Yeah. yeah. Yep. LG, any LG. any sizes are are fine. A lot of people go for the fifty five or the sixty five. Um, because once you get into like the seventy inch range, it starts to get like way up in price. So, yeah. um, what about uh, what about Nate? Would you play, man? Anything good? Aside from the Among Us night, I don't think I've played anything else this week. Really. Interesting. Yeah, no more gears? I pick up just like a few gears, multiplayer matches here and there, but nothing like maybe like a half hour's worth. Interesting. You're like our indie, weird indie game guy. <laughs> I'm the been... indie game guy today. Let's go. Indivisible. <laughs> you play Super played, Boy? I played Indivisible. It was actually a funny PAX East demo I had with that game too. I was playing it at the booth and there's all the media reps were there and a guy came in from i think it was wwg.com or comicbook.com to play the demo and as oj will know certain enemies you have to like break their shield so that you leave them vulnerable to the next attack mm -hmm. and they were explaining this to the guy and he just wasn't listening so he kept attacking and not doing damage and he just got up and left the demo station and the pr person walked over to another one he's like that guy's a fucking idiot nice he's like, well, watch He's like, he'll write the preview book. This game's awesome. And beg us for a review code. He's like, I'm going to respond to him. Like, no. He's like, you can't even follow the instructions. As we're telling you, hit Y to hit the guy up and then hit normal attack. He's like, you're just sitting here. Normal attack, normal attack, normal attack. Get up and leave. He's like, you're scheduled for a 45-minute demo and you left in 10 minutes. And it was funny to see the PR people be like, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> what, about, uh, what about Evan then? Uh, it's a little bit more synthetic in co-op, which uh, it's super fun to play. And then Genshin dropped a huge content patch, I think, on Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. So I've been oh, playing you were talking that. about trying to get some more stuff for Genshin Impact. They're still adding stuff then. Oh, yeah. They just added a whole new region and a bunch of new game mode stuff. And there's like five events or something lined up for the next month leading up to the next big expansion. So it could be cool. Oh, nice. Uh, so let's let's actually go over to a Discord question, Evan. Hit us with a Discord question before we get into uh, a couple of the topics that I have set up for us tonight. Uh, I guess we can start with the one that I was talking about to you guys earlier. What was your favorite game from two thousand and one? Two thousand and one. Okay, so I didn't. I didn't even. I, I forgot how packed two thousand and one was in the first place. But we have a list here, and it is crazy how many good games came out that year. It is a stacked year. I mean, we're talking like. Max hold up Final Fantasy 10 over there. I see. Is that your game? Yeah, absolutely. But it's it's tough because I'm sure you're about to read off some of the games. It is one of those bizarre, Dude, like everybody hit their stride. But I I have to say 10. Like one of the first RPGs I ever played with voice acting, freaking sphere grid leveling system, Blitzball. I mean, there's basically a, a full blown mini game you can play 50 hours. Yeah, definitely Final Fantasy 10. 
this is the year Final or Fantasy Star Online even came out. Yep. Oh my god. Wow. wow, yeah. There's a lot here. What about what about you, Jordan? What do you got picked out? So I have a tie between two. Um one is uh Wario Land 4 on the Game Boy Advance, and the other one is Rocket Power Dream Scheme on the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> Both of these are classics, uh, and I still love them to this day. What a <laughs> Okay. All right. What about what about OJ? Uh, yeah, for me, I have to ditto what Max says um, about Final Fantasy. Although I got to play it a little bit later, the fact that it still came out in two thousand one is still great, and it was good for me because it was the greatest hits by the time that I played it. You know, so it was cheaper. It was hard to afford all the different games that came out back then. But uh, yeah, Final Fantasy, absolutely amazing. It really was that next gen leap from what we saw from the PS one the ps2 so i was very happy with that also have to say super smash brothers melee that's mm. also a 2001 game i mean melee is just amazing it went from 64 to melee that was like the most incredible thing that i'd ever seen for any type of a game like the way that they moved how fast it was uh just the different characters the amount of content it was phenomenal it was phenomenal that they even got that game close to the launch of the gamecube although i had to play it at this little store that I used to go to, mom and pop store, because I didn't have a GameCube then because I couldn't afford it. I got a GameCube the following year with Metroid Prime. I think I remember I bought it with Metroid Prime the, in 2002. Um, and then I also have to say, um, there's another game, Devil May Cry. To me, that's like, that was Hideki Kamiya's breakout party. This is what he wanted to do. Like, this started like that line of games. I mean, we got Bayonetta, you know, Astral Chain, Nier Automata, all these games followed in the footsteps of what Devil May Cry kind of started. So for me, those games were, there's probably more on, there's Halo on here. I mean, Halo's on there. Yeah, I that's... spent countless hours in Halo. I mean, there are just an amazing Jack and Daxter's on here. Yeah, and this is made by her and her husband again. So it, it's basically Resident Evil Monster Hunter. I, I need started, to stop making these. I started streaming, so you'll have to tell me if it actually works. No, it's back on. Is it back on? We're back? Yeah, but it has your, your layout. Yeah, it has my layout. That's right. See, look, you got the Game Awards there. That's my old one. Corner. Who's, who's oh, wait, it's gone corner. now. That's where I would be down there. I'd be down there. But I got it back. And you can see the chat on the screen now. Look at that. Well, I don't know right. if the alerts work. We're going to find out. That'll be fun. Well, I might have to yeah. change them. Emergency stream, but it's working now. There we go. We're back. We did it. That's better than nothing. What's up, gamers? <laughs> Look, see, so you got the chat there. All right, cool. All right, good. The chat, the, the chat on the screen's a nice little touch. I like it. Yeah, we got the chat I, there. I do that for all my streams. I like it. So there you go. The chat's on screen. Okay, where were we? Oh, yeah, we're talking about a list of 2001 uh, games, 2001, right? Yeah, the, the chat was talking about, because we cut off at Jack and Daxter. So that's also another game that the chat was really excited about. I love Jack and Daxter as well. Jack and Daxter, it was cool to see that type of mascot game from Sony, right? Like, that was kind of different for them. So I love that. I mean, you had Crash Bandicoot, but now you had like another one, you know? So, and the, the voice acting was great. Like the acting in there, the humor, man, 2001 was freaking amazing. So those were kind of like my games, Halo and Melee and Devil May Cry, Final Fantasy. Man, that was next gen. To me, that was like next, that was next gen. You felt everything. All the major games were all next yeah, gen. Yeah, I had, you know, I, had so. I had Halo, you said Halo, I had Halo down, but then I saw Metal Gear Solid 2 was on here. And and but then but then on top of that, Rogue Squadrons on here for the Rogue Leader for the GameCube. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, and that came out. So that came out November seventeenth, and it was when Metal Gear Solid Two. Metal Gear Solid Two came out November thirteenth. 
So it was like Metal Gear Solid 2, then four days later, Rogue Squadron came out. Like that, dude, that is, that is packed looking Metal down Gear the Solid list of these 2. games. That was amazing. I got the game later, but I mean, obviously it came out too, but I got the game later. I, I couldn't afford it at the time, but man, that was an amazing game too. All of that, there's no way you can afford all those games in 2001, unless you were like rich. And get a yeah. Back then. Damn, so like, much. No SSX is, Tricky was on November 5th. Wow. This is a true story. I got Final Fantasy 10. Uh, I basically saved up and I bought Final Fantasy 10, but I didn't have a PlayStation 2. I had an Xbox. So what I did is uh, my friend up the street had a PlayStation 2, so I gave him my Xbox and Halo and said, let me borrow your PS2 for a month. I had it. I was playing Final Fantasy 10. My save file corrupted about halfway through, and I was like, crap. So I start the game again. I start playing it about halfway through. For some reason, as I get to the same part of the game, I made my dad really mad one day. So he came into my room and smashed my PlayStation 2. Oh my gosh. Which was not my PlayStation Jeez. 2. So oh I lost an Xbox that day for Final Fantasy X. Wow. Yikes, man. It, say, it actually dude, took me. That's, that's not mine. It took <laughs> six separate tries for me to final, finally finish Final Fantasy X. I kept having bad luck like that throughout my life. So when I finally finished Final Fantasy X in like 2007, I was like, hell yeah, I did it. Okay, I think I got the audio fixed up a little bit. I turned you guys up and me down well, a yeah, little cause, bit. Because, Max, because back then you didn't have all the guides and the YouTube things and the stuff to help you. So you're trying to find everything. You're trying to get through. I mean, it was a very diff different type of situation back then mm -hmm. when you were stuck or when you tried to it, it was just different i know it's it's hard to explain right now for today's day because you can just look up anything very easily but back then man you might be playing games forever because you didn't know where something was yeah. or what's a, what's is. another discord question we got evan uh oh and actually shoot. hold on let me let me let me get nate's opinion on this one nate what was your 2001 game I have no idea because as everyone's already mentioned we had the gamecube launch we had the xbox launch so we had halo you had Melee, you had Star Wars game on the GameCube. If you want to count Pikmin, you also had Luigi's Mansion, with no one really appreciated at the time. But the PS2 was really hitting its stride then with Gran Turismo 3, Metal Gear Solid, Silent Hill, Devil May Cry, Jack and Daxter, just hit after hit for the PlayStation 2. So You said Grand, Th did I... Grand Theft Auto came out that year too, you said? Yeah, Grand Theft Auto 3. Ooh. Yeah. Wow! You can't, you can't pick a single game of 2001. This was no. This was no the one's touching Conker's Bad Fur Day right now, man. It's annoying. I had that. Yeah, Conker's Bad Fur Day. It was the golden age of gaming for that era. It's wow. like 2001 is kind of where we. I mean, the PS2 I want to go back was, to 2001. Oh. This is this is wild. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> Me too. So I don't think you can pick like one or two games. It was just Gran Turismo 3 at the time. That game was insane yeah. to see on the PlayStation oh, 2 from the yeah. like that leap from Gran Turismo 2. Oh my God, that was nuts. That you know oh. the thing about it. What was cool back then, though, is that I mean, yes, you can rent games, so there was also that. But there was a lot. Right. At least where I lived, there was mom and pop shops. So that's how I used to play these games that I couldn't play. I went to the mom and pop shop. My favorite was Player One, um, in my area, and I used to go there and play the games. Like you pay a dollar, you get to play for an hour. They always get us little, you know, discount because we were always there. Usually three dollars for an hour, but they used to give us a dollar for an hour. We would just sit there all freaking weekend, play video games, man. It was dope. You know what's really funny? They released Mega Man X5 in January of that year. And then at the end of the year, they released Mega Man X6 in December. <laughs> so January had X5, then December had X6. They had two Mega Man X games in one year. Wow. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Max Payne was 2001. Like, 
Yeah. There were a lot of great games in 2001. I mean, I rented Metal Gear Solid 2, and it was the first game I ever saw the red screen of death on a PlayStation 2. And I remember I rented it. For some reason, the disc was all scratched up. And this was like a couple of weeks after it launched. Thanks a lot, Blockbuster. And I put it in, and my friend was there. And the system, it never would boot the game. But it never came off that red screen. And the one time I ejected the disc, I put it in one more time. I said, God, if you let me play Metal Gear Solid 2 right now, I'll go to church tonight. And my system did, (laughs) and the red screen came up. I was like, what just happened? And my friend was like, God knew you were lying, and you broke your PlayStation 2. Yeah, awesome. That's, (laughs) wow. (laughs) What's uh, what's another Discord question we have? What genre of game are you most excited to see evolve with the new console generation? Ooh, I mean, horror, I think, horror for sure. I think That's open cool. world was one of the big ones because of the load times and everything. Yeah, what genre of games? Interesting. I, I like what you're saying, Max. Horror game. That the reason why is I think uh, I, I've been talking to more people that are super into VR, and I'm not super into VR myself, but I've been experimenting with it some, and it seems like now that we're getting to cheaper VR, and I think the next generation of PlayStation VR is probably going to be awesome. That seems to be a very different and and it's strangely more accessible version of uh, like horror. So I'm curious to see what that turns into. Mm, yeah especially with like the medium doing something a bit different with like two different realities happening at the same time mm-hmm. and they said it's not possible on last gen devices mm-hmm. like the xbox one and all that so obviously there's something to the, the next gen consoles and possibly a horror genre that that's a good that's a good point mm. uh what's another discord question we have what do you think this year would have been like for video games had the pandemic not happened what games would have been shown or released at what events that's impossible to predict. Yeah. Metroid, Metroid Prime Trilogy, obviously, that would have been out already. We'd have it now. <laughs> <Probably. laughs> We'd have it now. So. I, I will I will say that, I I mean, some of the safe picks to say would probably be like something like Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Might have yeah. came out this year. Yeah, that like probably that. Would came out. Cyberpunk probably wouldn't have been such a disaster in that state. if they Had they released it in April, yeah, so it would have been in the disaster state it launched in. But if they still delayed it until this holiday, it probably would have launched in a significantly better state. You could have seen like Tales of Arise maybe come out this year. Maybe. That might have been like end of the year thing because it sounds like it's going to be maybe early, like or first half of this year coming up. It, it, it would have been a sports story because we know that got delayed due to COVID because yeah. the developers yeah. said COVID is the reason we delayed it. Yeah. Tales of Arise definitely would have been shown off for sure this yeah. year if it wasn't for the pandemic. That's something yeah. that I do know. Yeah. Basically, a, lot, I don't, a lot of Square stuff, a lot of Square Enix games yeah. were, were hurt by the pandemic, definitely. What were you saying, Max? You think we would have gotten a Halo Infinite beta? Because it sounds like the original rumors were that they wanted to try and do some sort of beta or something as early as possible. And now I don't think we're going to see that game until summer of next year. Yeah, I had. I don't think we would have got a beta this year because they still would have probably put out that gameplay demonstration in the same state. Yeah, all the same criticism had to delay it. So that seemed like it was going to be an inevitability. Yeah, it was. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll like, still yeah. run flights. They'll run flights this year coming up because they kind of mentioned that, like they teased it a little bit. So I think the, I have a feeling the multiplayer side is actually getting along okay right now, and I, I kind of feel like the single player campaign kind of has a bit of a pivot going on right now. I, I don't know. Mm. It seems, it seems interesting that they mentioned the flights, and that could be something we see maybe well, midway through campaign, this year. I mean, in that update, they said we. I played through the campaign twice. I love the story and everything that we're telling. And they're just addressing so many of the engine issues. Yeah. And maybe like if there's an E3, even if it's a digital E3 or Microsoft hosts their own event, I could see them say, 
starting in July, we're going to host a one-month multiplayer beta and lead up to our holiday launch of the main game. Because they've yeah. done that before. Like Halo 3, what, the beta came with Crackdown. Hey, yep. they sold. They got, yeah. buy, they got me to buy Crackdown. <laughs> True. <laughs> Hey, if you want, if you want people to get it, attach it to a new IP and and, and get people to buy it. Uh, Spawnway, did you ever see that meme where someone has a crackdown box that says, "Did you guys realize the Halo demo disc has an entire game on it?" Yeah, here? I saw that. That was fun. Yeah, I love yeah, that. That one. was fun. <laughs> yeah, because they put it on the disc, so you had to actually have the crackdown disc in your Xbox to play it. So mm -hmm. you you actually had it, like it wasn't like a code that came with it. You actually had to put crackdown in your Xbox, um, which I mean that's not a bad way to try to get people to buy a new IP. And then I mean we've had more crackdown since then should they have made three i don't know probably not but <laughs> but they did it so uh yeah i think they'll do flights though it's it's gonna be a free-to-play multiplayer thing anyway so so it means we're playing a bunch of it right oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. plays we oh we're gonna get squad we'll up. get we'll get at least eight people together even do some big team yeah. battle and stuff oh, hell yeah awesome yeah i'm ready you can't for even get a gears five match yeah because no one wants to play gears five everyone yeah, wants gears to play five. five. I don't want to play everyone. <laughs> Shut up, Evan. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I want to play Gears. We had no problem getting people together for Halo. <laughs> oh, Halo, I'll play with Gears. I mean, Gears right. 5 is tactical. You have kick ass weapons. You got to plan out your strategies of attack. Halo is. I can shoot straight even as I'm falling. You just play Halo, man. Halo's good. Halo's good. Halo's good. We got another Discord question over there, Evan. Outside of frame rate, what are some of the other meaningful or noticeable enhancements of PS4 games on the PS5? Outside of, I mean, you said resolution and frame rate? I mean, load yeah. times. That, that lack of load times, it, it's a game changer. I'm serious. Once y'all have, like, PlayStation games with no load times, it spoils you. I think Last of Us Part Two added support for adaptive triggers, too, if I'm not mistaken. So, like, they are starting to kind of do some things with the controller. But, I mean, the biggest thing is just anything that's, a, like, a, a resolution that's dynamic is going to basically hug the roof of that resolution the whole time and frame rate should be very smooth um, but that, those are i would say the biggest things right now like the, the thing i like with microsoft is they have that auto hdr for older games so like if you have a nicer tv you, you'll get that benefit even in xbox 360 games i don't know if sony's going to really do much more with their backwards compatibility because they seem okay with what they have now but i mean like days gone looks great on a, on a ps5 right now it runs well too so uh, load times i guess would be the biggest thing all right, so do we want to talk about... Okay, <laughs> we have two topics to go over real quick. All right. I will ask Nate, do you want topic one or topic two first? Oh, God. Can I get the subject matter of each topic before I choose? No. One is, one is about a brand new console. The other one is about uh, a current console with old information. Okay, that means topic two is about the original Switch, and topic one is about the KFC PC. So which one do you want to talk about? Let's go with the original <laughs> Switch concept, because the KFC PC is just a ridiculous <laughs> idea. I kind of want one, though. <laughs> you don't need to keep your chicken warm with your computer. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wasn't the plan. Okay, okay. <laughs> so uh, the, the original Switch concept, this leaked out from that GigaLeak, uh, stuff yes. and it had people very interested because it seemed that Nintendo was going to go in uh, a slightly different direction than what we ended up with with the Switch to where it was going to be apparently a smaller device one that was even smaller than the Switch Lite and from what I was reading into it almost felt more like a successor to the 3DS or the Vita than a hybrid system with the Switch it would be a 
portable system that just had the ability to project to a TV because you would still hold it while you were sitting there playing and use it. Like back yeah, in the day like when we first Wii U situation was AmeriCast. Like back in the day when we, if anyone ever had those where you'd plug your PSP into your TV, you I had those that, cables, yeah. you still had to hold the PSP to play, right? But mm-hmm. it was on your TV. It was going to be like that, but without that wire, basically. Um, mm. But it's it's interesting because the everything they described here was going to be a more powerful Vita uh, and a, a significantly more powerful 3DS from what I was seeing here. Um, but they seemed to pivot at some point, probably around the time they saw NVIDIA's new X1 ship and they were able to come to terms. Then they shifted to the Switch. And it is a very interesting thing to think about uh, an alternate timeline where we would have had this portable portable system because it still would have been called the Switch apparently. I guess because it did still cast to a TV and they would have just gone with yes. that. Uh, maybe Who knows? Maybe it would have actually had Bluetooth and you could have paired a controller. I don't know. Um, but it was going to only max out at 480p. And that would have been interesting. That would have been interesting with uh, current TVs right now. Um, but uh, I, I guess maybe the, the the Wii U, how it how it was struggling a bit, and they decided to kind of merge their home console and handheld line together, and they saw the opportunity with NVIDIA. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that's all I can think it's, of there. It's definitely a case of perfect timing. You had the Wii U bomb. You're planning a next-gen successor to the 3DS line in you have the idea of casting the image to a TV and here comes NVIDIA with some fantastic technology and it just meshed well enough with what Nintendo was planning, but it took them to another level, kind of beyond what they had in conceptual phase. I'm saying, guys, we can do even better than this. And it was, you know what? You guys got the contract. Let's make this hybrid system and see what happens. If it bombs, we're kind of screwed as a company, but at the same time, the Wii U did so bad. What are you going to come out as a next-gen traditional home console? And the 3DS line, it took a while for it to find its footing and gain good traction. But there was no guarantee that a successor was going to find that same type of you know, success that the 3DS ended up getting in the end. I mean, it sold, what, 76, 78 million? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus. So, like, what were you looking at maybe from a successor that followed that same blueprint? 60 million, depending on how... Japan and Western audience responded. The Switch is just, it was the perfect product at the right time, and it catered to everybody. It had that blue ocean effect that the Wii kind of had. I almost wonder if they got this system out, how they're describing it here, and it was like a, I mean, when would this have come out? A 2017 still? Or you think it would have been late 2016? I think it would have been uh, 20, I think they would have got it out earlier than what the Switch was out. Yeah. If, if, if it's what they described here, you know, and they would have definitely marketed it completely different. They would just like, this is like, because it's supposed to have spot pass, street pass. Like, it was supposed to have all those features of the 3DS. 3DS backwards compatibility. You know, yeah. but it would get all the games from Nintendo's divisions. And I think that was, like, the biggest thing. Like, I, I think it would have probably been successful. I don't know if it had been as successful as the Switch. But it would have definitely been successful because that was the major, that was one of the major problems with the Wii U. It's like, you know, I was covering content back then. And. Whenever there'd be a Nintendo Direct, look at all these 3DS games. Where's the games for Wii U? You know, <laughs> game comes for you. 3D, literally, 3DS fans would be like, where's my game? And it's like, what? 3DS already has, like, a ton of stuff. So it was always that back and forth. So if they made everything for one system, it definitely would have done It would have done well because it would have had all Nintendo's games on there. But yeah. how well is it? Who knows, you know? So I'm thinking if they got this out in, like, 2016 even, it probably would have come out as, based on the specs they're describing, probably probably like a $200 system. It wouldn't have been, I don't what? think wow. the $300 switch 
because just the specs they were describing here and yeah. the fact that it doesn't need Joy-Con controllers with it or a dock or any of these other things, I think it would have just been a cheaper system. And uh, I mean, if it's a direct successor to the Vita at $200, basically, and the 3DS, I mean, it probably would have done okay. The 3DS launched at kind of a high price, if I remember, too, when it first came out because they had to cut that price two, down. 250 yeah. It launched at 250 So then I'm, they had to yeah. cut it to 179 within yeah. the first... It was month. it was quick. It was quick. End of the year, yeah. By the end of the year, almost end of summer, end of the year, they cut it down to one seventy nine. So. Yeah, because they gave people the Game Boy Advance games that were, yeah. that were that are awesome. Now you look for those. You're like, where's that really expensive, you know, three DS yeah. from back in the day? Uh, but I I don't know. You know what I I almost wonder if that's what the their plan was for Hannah. What was the plan for after the Wii U then? Probably at that state, they probably didn't have a plan even in mind because that mm. system that system bombed literally by january so three months after it launched the system was already in it was a disaster and i don't think they planned that because they still try to plan a recovery they had that big direct that january of like mm. look at all this awesome stuff we still have coming and everyone's like cool that's enough to sell thirty thousand units every npd and nintendo Yo. went on like an eight month drought of software but they still kept we had these big games coming we still have mario kart and smash brothers we're gonna recover and they never recovered and it was just they had to do what Microsoft did like with the original Xbox. Let's kill it early, launch a successor, and we're going to take that gamble and hopefully it pays off. Like the 360 paid off huge for Microsoft, the Switch ended up doing well for Nintendo, and now they have a good blueprint to move forward with, but at the same time they have to innovate because the Switch concept is what was exciting. The whole hybrid idea of, mm -hmm. I can play The Witcher 3 on the go or at home. Now if people are, have become used to that, and you understand the compromises the Switch has to make, especially compared to its big brothers with the PS4 and the Xbox One. Now with the PlayStation 5 and Series X, the hybrid concept for you know a Switch 2 is still exciting, but you have to deliver some really spectacular visuals. You can't be as compromised as what we saw this time around. You have to come a little closer. And if that's yeah. something with DLSS to bridge that gap, then Nintendo is going to be in a really strong position moving into their next gen or, you know, whatever they have planned for next, especially if they keep the hybrid approach. They have to be careful. They can't just get, they can't become content and say, hey, we're fine with what we're doing. Let's remain underpowered. No, you have to pursue that great technology that NVIDIA is developing, and you have to throw it in your hardware. You guys can't play it safe anymore because the industry has evolved a lot over the course of this generation. And now, Nintendo, you guys have load times. The other companies don't. We're starting mm -hmm. to look a little more dated, a little quicker than what we were looking at even a generation ago. You know, it'd be interesting to see the next switch and if it is if the gap's a bit closer now, because we are getting that point of where the diminishing returns are kicking in for people. And uh, that would be that'd be interesting if we get to a point where the, the switch looks a little closer to some of those next gen systems uh, in, in the, the next version of the switch. Um, mm -hmm. There's not as much of a trade off for the hybrid concept. That that'd be cool. I, I look forward to seeing seeing what they get there. What'd you think about the, the the leak there, OJ? Anything good out of it that you're looking at? Um, yeah. I mean, I thought it was interesting. Um, in terms of like you're talking about like the leak with like all the stuff that could have been with the Switch. Yeah, or... yeah. Like the the fact that it looked like it there was gonna be mostly a handheld. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm glad they didn't do it though. I'll be honest. <laughs> like, I'm glad they didn't do it just because I don't think I think that what we got with the Switch was a much better product with what they were doing there you know with because with, like 
like what they're going for i i doubt that we would have been able to get the type of games that we're even getting i know they're not as like nate was saying they're not quite as good in terms of like the graphics and stuff which we you know like doom eternal i don't think they would have been able to get that type of stuff and get like the engines running and everything so i'm glad they didn't go with that um but i thought it was very like interesting what it could have been <laughs> i thought it was yeah. kind of cool what it could have been i mean if it was a true successor to the 3ds what type of games would come to it they probably could make games quicker on there i mean there might be a faster flow of games i'm not really sure but either way I thought it was I thought it was interesting. I thought it was fun just to kind of see what it was. But ultimately, I'm, I'm kind of glad we got like the Switch concept. And it seems like, to Nate's point a little bit, it does seem like Nintendo might do something pretty crazy with their next one, with the next Switch line, considering what uh, considering what uh, Furukawa had to say, you know, in terms of like what they're developing, like um, you know, um, high end tech or whatever the case mm -hmm. is. So, uh, so yeah, man. I think, but I think it, it kind of showed them because once you have something that's successful. You want to make sure that you continue doing that. Like, I mean, I know Nintendo kind of likes to change things up, but let's just be real here. Anything that's been a home console, this is their first real home console success that's stable since the Wii. And even with the Wii, man, they kind of knew themselves that wasn't going to last. <laughs> well, they, you know? they knew they knew the audience they had that made them get to 100 million. It, this the switches is completely different. Exactly. So now you actually have like a core base of fans and like extended core base of fans. You know that. Uh, <laughs> that uh that like that type of system so i think it works better like now going forward it works better because you can still get those same fans because a lot of gamers kind of want the same thing over and over you know like that's mm -hmm. why playstation does so well it's it's literally just take the same thing they just say well let's just make it better so i think you can kind of do that with the switch too you know just kind of take that and just make it a bit better but also add in some new things too to kind of get people in like whatever nintendo stuff they're gonna add to stuff hd rumble sure. they did that or whatever you know just refine it. Yep. Is that what you're thinking, Nate? More refinements and, and kind of beefing up the Switch a bit going forward over the next generation or two? Yeah, you got to beef it up. I mean, if we're looking at a the inevitable successor, if you could get something even around a PlayStation 4 Pro, that's going to be enough to really bridge the gap with these next-gen systems. Because picture a PlayStation Pro in portable form. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty crazy. And I just don't want to see Nintendo do that thing that they did like after the Wii going to the Wii U of like, hey, we just have to innovate with this weird way. And because we're Nintendo, you're going to come to us like, no, when you come with the Switch 2 and you remain a hybrid, you can't become relaxed with it. We want to see those big third-party games. Let's, you know, like Resident Evil Village. We want that to look great on the Switch as well. We don't want a version that looks terrible. We want it, You have to get as many third parties as you can. And you did great on the Switch and courting them over and you have to maintain that moving forward into the next system. And if they can do that, you're going to get a lot of that audience who has a Switch or bought into a Switch to play like the Mortal Kombat 11s. They'll continue to you know, remain in your ecosystem. You just can't assume that they're going to be there by releasing the exact same concept, but becoming relaxed and not pursuing power. They don't have to chase the exact power that the Series X and, or even Series S have. You just have to make sure you're close enough that the engine compatibility is there. You still have a good resolution. You have good performance. And I think NVIDIA is the perfect partner for them there because NVIDIA knows how to do this. This is what their specialty is. And I think NVIDIA will kind of strong arm Nintendo and say, this is the direction we're going. You need our technology. So if this is what we have, this is what you're going to use. Nintendo's going to do something weird and like go off somewhere else and like use some random ship or AMD or something and oh, just start from scratch. God. Something if random. They... You know, you know what they're going to do? This is what they're going to do. All right. So in three years, they're going to reveal that the next Switch has two screens <laughs> instead of one. 
it's the, <laughs> you can take the top screen off and make yes, it a TV. You take it's the top screen off. The top. No, no, you yeah. take the top screen off. You put the bottom screen in the dock, and then you have a two screen experience so that you play. That's how. That's what they're going to do. Something weird like that. Watch. I'm oh, ready. No. I'm ready. <laughs> it's always, it's always the concern with Nintendo where they just change something for no reason whatsoever. It's like now the Switch Two is a controller, and you plug it into your phone. Like why? No, what they should do is they should uh, they should bring in some sort of cell service to it so you have data oh. on the go. Yeah, that, that didn't work that good for the Vita. When yeah. I still remember that E3 conference when Sony came out. We have 3G with the Vita, and you can oh. get it from AT&T. Yeah, but it's and 3G. the whole conference Yeah, lapped. that was 3 that was 3G, and it was AT&T. That was good at the time. No, no it wasn't. AT&T was never good. <laughs> I mean, now, even then, we were talking about 4G, because I remember the Thunderbolt came out, because we made fun of it, because it got like 45 minutes on when you had 4G on. But we're, we've advanced to the point now where you could have a 4G, like, set of 4G radios and stuff in there, and you could have it unlocked or something, and just be like, we'll offer these services on our website, or we tie it into your online service, and we charge you more money, and, like, they'd get more money out of people that way. And they'd partner with different uh, cell companies. They wanted to, that's, I think the next step for them, if they really want to get serious is beefed up hardware and a way to basically connect wherever you are. So that you're just always connected. I mean, it'd be good. Cause then if you do have that type of service, if I'm Nintendo at that point, I'm going to Microsoft and say, I want game pass. Exactly. Cause I want to be able to play halo infinite at the park. Though I could use my phone with Game Pass at that point, so I don't need a switch. But maybe I just want it for the controller. The or controller, better screen. Controls. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, it would work for Nintendo's favor there. And it's it's always Nintendo always does something weird. Like all of a sudden, the next gen Switch, like you can't play any of your old Switch games. Like, why? I I think I think that will will. St- I think that'll be pretty straightforward there. I feel like the cartridges won't change much in shape. They might change in like color or something just to make it obvious that it's the new switch or something. Maybe they'll just be like red cartridge. I don't know. Something, but game uh, cart size is going to be the bigger concern. I would see them moving forward. Cause if yes. game sizes are inflating, I'm not buying it. Like 64 gigabyte game cards are still insanely expensive. I can't even imagine what a 128 would cost. I feel like they'll mm. get a little cheaper over the next couple of years by the time we're talking about the next switch. And they'll probably hopefully have that figured out. Because uh, I think they can get away with 64 gigabyte cartridges, uh, starting into the ne- going into the next generation with their what they do with compression and all that. I think they'd be able to at least figure it out to where it'll make it feasible. But if it's like I said, if it, if they can get the that's what I'm thinking. If they can get the system connected from anywhere as a handheld, and they get Microsoft on board with Game Pass as an option, and that you can pick your own cell service, you don't have to go through like AT and T specifically. I think that's a pretty cool idea to jump forward with that. Can I ask, but why wouldn't, I mean, I, I get that maybe doing that, but like, can't you like, I've tethered my phone. I guess that's kind of clunkier, but I've, t- and it works really well. Like if you, yeah. you know, you just right. tether your phone to the switch or to tether it to whatever platform 3ds or whatever mm-hmm. the case, and it works extremely well. I, and you already I did Splatoon 2. I did yeah. Splatoon 2 online matches tethered. Totally fine. Yep, I, th- I think the idea. I, I, I get there, it having built in though. I, I, I understand that. Yeah, I think the idea that the people would get out there is like try to make it all in one, so you don't have to leave the switch to do so. That's why people talk about voice chat. They're like, we can use Discord, but I get the idea is we're mm-hmm. trying to make it so you don't have to leave because once you leave the switch, who knows what you're gonna you know you're gonna go buy something over here or something. Who knows? That's the idea. They want to keep you on the the platform, I guess, as much as right. they can. Um, but yeah, I mean, tethering does work. It's just one thing to be like, oh. It already works. I'm good. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I get, um, yeah. Just trying to maybe a lot of a lot of gamers are very hesitant. I, what I've noticed, like whenever they talk about like cell phone and data, you know, how mm-hmm. gamers get they're like they already 
immediately take a step back, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 But I would, I would make it so that you can only download big games on Wi-Fi. It's just for playing <laughs> over the internet, really. All I think of there, but uh, just I don't know something they could do that. That a high refresh screen, high higher resolution screen, those kind of things they could do. I mean, Nintendo is always that company we can look at and say this is exciting for them to get new hardware because there's so many areas they can improve upon. Like we can look at the Switch right now. It needs voice chat. It needs a messaging system. It needs a friends list that actually has purpose beyond just showing me what my friend is playing. It needs a better invite system that isn't limited to select games. Are we allowed to have folders? Maybe. No. Is that next no. gen? That's next gen. <laughs> yeah. Folders, themes, yeah. music yeah. on the eShop. You know, like, there's so many areas that they Music can... on the eShop is not <laughs> Uh, I, they had good. They had good music. Play whatever day, music so. you want. They had good music. <laughs> no, no. music on the eShop. Do, 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 that the is not a feature that oh, like, that's like next gen. There's the music on the eShop. Hey, if Nintendo has to allocate more RAM for that, they like, have to make it happen. You know you can play whatever music you want when you turn on the eShop. Right? You can literally play whatever the hell you want on a oh, phone or on anything you, you want. For me, I don't go into a store and there's just dead silent. They have a radio or something. You do that them. all the time on Xbox and you do that all the time on PlayStation. There's no music running in the background on those I stores. Want, Nintendo made it music. They made it happy. They made it like, yeah, I'm going to the store to buy some games. And on the Switch, just fuck you. There's no music on other systems. We're going to make this just discoverability terrible. Oh, We're gonna slow down the eShop on Christmas, so you can't even buy your games. <laughs> they <laughs> uh, it's uh, it'll be interesting. I don't know. A couple of years, we'll see what Nintendo has for us there. But who knows? Maybe next year we'll see a, a revision. See what plans they have for that. So, interesting stuff there. Evan, you have any Discord questions left? I guess kind of in relation. How well do GameCube, N64, and Wii games run on homebrewed Switch with the potential of a Switch Pro coming out eventually? They, this guy was kind of thinking of using his original as that type of a system. Uh, the person who'd be able to answer that is not here. That would be Yeah, MVG. he was he was wondering mostly with MVG or you, but I guess. Maybe we can yeah. save it for MVG since he has a lot of uh, experience in the emulation scene on the on the switch i mean from his videos it looks like super nintendo runs well nintendo 64 is still kind of spotty overall uh, and i'm not sure about gamecube actually i have to ask him about that i feel like gamecube runs all right so i know it does on nvidia shield tv but we can just, we can save that one for mvg next week what's what's another one you have Evan? uh past couple of weeks we've had a guy asking about which controller is best for game pass or something like that uh we boiled it down i guess last episode to the series x controller or the uh xbox one controller and he's just wondering if there's any major differences between the two you want to just get a newer one of either well like the the xbox one controller has to sync through bluetooth those are the newer ones the old old ones just didn't sync through that they use like wi-fi direct with the xbox itself so either i would just get a series x or series s controller they have the nice blue one even in stores and that'll sync through bluetooth and it has really nice textured like grips around the back and then on the trigger itself so that's mm -hmm. what i would go with something like that so, yeah. it's, so it's mostly the bluetooth and the texture and that's yes nothing I think really much else and it has the guide button which obviously works well with xcloud and the share all that stuff is functional with xcloud as it should be so and it has USB-C. so that's why i would go with that is the new normal for third-party studios to release broken games only to fix games after release Wait, what was that again? Is it for you said first party? Third party. Is it is it okay for third party? Is it the new normal? Oh, is the new normal? It's becoming the nor new normal. Yeah, sadly, <laughs> people expect I, it. 
I, I think it's that they realize that advertising sells your game so much. If you have, you know, 10 million pre-orders for your game and the trailers are all have all gone viral, they kind of realize, all right, we can release it now. Like people will buy it. They'll be mad, but we'll make three billion dollars. And so they'll be mad while we have their money. So who cares? Jordan just said that uh, Cyberpunk's still buggy, Jordan. Mm-hmm. They reported that it sold 13 million copies. Yep. So they're good. <laughs> They got that's after refunds apparently as of the twentieth yeah. of December. So yeah. they I they mean, got money. Not surprised. They got could have been a lot more though probably. Or probably especially in the next yeah. couple months, the yeah. amount of how much they would have been if the game was actually clean and not as buggy and broken. I, I think they would have sold. It would have been astronomical. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Well, they also it's still going to be really good. It's still going to be really good though. If it released at so. a better state, way more polished, they'd probably just be working on the next gen patches now, and those would just come out sooner, which means they would mm-hmm. sell more anyway. Because by the time those come out, I assume they're going to try to resell the game at sixty or sixty or seventy bucks. Could be next year later on, but like we'd be talking about those next gen patches in like March maybe, instead of like you know maybe twenty twenty one. Um, let's go over to, uh, let's talk about the KFC system. Then we'll read super chats and we'll take Q and a from the chat. So who's getting this KFC console It is the KF console. Apparently they've used the C twice. I've seen the picture on thumbnails, but I've been hanging out with friends. What, what is it? Apparently it is. Okay. So KFC teased this in June. I believe it was like a little teaser. I think they were trying to schedule it for, or trying to have it synced up with E3 or something, you know, to be like, and the idea was they were going to market this alongside of the Xbox and the PlayStation five in their run up because they're like, Oh, if we just pretend like we have a system, then it'll have us in the conversation. And that's what we all thought. We all thought it was just a joke, right? They just did this little trailer, did a little rendering of it. Okay. That's fun. Sure. KFC. And now apparently it's real. They've partnered with like actual brands, Cooler Master, Asus, Intel apparently is going to provide like the motherboard for it, the NUC. And they talked about it being like 4K, 240 frames per second and all this stuff. And they showed it off with a a bay inside of it, like a for chicken. A heating oh tray. Oh my yes. God. Yes. Yeah. So you put your chicken inside of your system and it keeps, I think you can put other food. I don't think it has to just be chicken, uh, yeah. but yeah. It's just a warmer. It just it uses yeah. the heat yeah. from the system that, you, <laughs> that when you play it to warm to keep your chicken or whatever else you want warm. Now the thing about it that people need to realize is that it does not cook your chicken. So it I, only keeps the chicken warm because so there's no way that it could pizza cook. rolls in it. No, you cannot cook the food warm. in there because it would blow up if they made it do that. So it, it just keeps it warm. It would. It would. It looks like it melt. has. It looks like it has fans inside that'll blow. Food in your. That are, in your consoles before? <laughs> My consoles looks, aren't, can't cook food. It, it oh, looks well, like... The Xbox One or the Xbox uh, Series X were overheating. You should be able to cook up mm, some chicken cook on that thing. It looks, like, it looks like it pulls air up through the top of the system, so like hot air will at least gather around it. It's definitely not enough, like you said, to cook it, but I mean, it'll keep it at, at least warm temperature. That's... That's I, I don't know who's putting. Okay, so I think the system. No one's doing that. No one's okay. gonna put their just buy their chicken wings from KFC. With how yeah, with how greasy <laughs> those chicken wings. <laughs> you guys underestimate people. I definitely no. think people are gonna put chicken I, in there and keep their chicken warm in there. No. <laughs> I hope nobody actually like. I'm gonna put my leftover piece of pizza in there, Sean. You know, Sean would probably try to do something like that too, just to try. Although I think the system. I, broke. 
I think the system's gonna cost like between three to four thousand dollars. It's gonna be in there somewhere what? based on what there's. Yeah, dude, the, it, that it's that, fully that, custom. There's so much dude, customization that, in it. That Nuck Nine i Nine Extreme or whatever. That's yeah. Like, that's like fourteen hundred dollars just for that board. Like some that's some websites have actually. This, right? That's what I said. Some people, some sites have already reviewed that board earlier this year, and they had to still add parts to it, including the video card, and it cost them like twenty eight hundred dollars to put the thing together. And that was with a cheaper video card. Like you put like a. 3080 in there or something or 3090 dude it's gonna be like a four thousand dollar pc <laughs> i i, I will say limited this product yo kfc has they are throwing money around at random various different types of things so i mean i i think they're just trying to get more with the type of marketing i mean there's a kfc dating there's the lifetime movie the, or whatever. the movie with mark with the saved by the bell dude what's his name yeah. mario lopez yeah, what's it called a recipe for seduction yeah like, so I, they're just throwing money they've been sponsoring a few gamers here and there on twitch and stuff they're so it looks like they're just they're just trying this different like tactics of marketing and this is just one thing i, I don't think, think they think people are gonna buy this crap well i think what they're day. gonna do i don't think they're i don't even think they're gonna release it i think they're gonna build enough of them to run a, like a contest at their in their stores and that's oh, one of the prizes is McDonald's doing well, that there is, session there, marketing type of thing there, there is there is a, a group there's kfc gaming right mm -hmm. there yeah. is a, of a course kfc gaming like they like they they sponsor certain gamers i wouldn't be surprised mm -hmm. if these random people who they're who they're sponsored uh get these consoles and we see them on stream or being used to actually be played and that's the only extent and then they do like a giveaway for one of them mm -hmm. and that's about it i don't i don't see this being like something like all right if you have four thousand bucks you can buy it i mean maybe they will but that's that would just be i don't think they're gonna produce too many of these things yeah i, I think you're right about that i think it'll be like a marketing kind of yeah. stunt just to be like hey look we have a console like there's a little i mean it'll go down in history 20 years from now someone on youtube will pop up and be like i got that kfc console the rare <laughs> kfc system or something <laughs> you know like it, it'll happen if they make them uh, it's but gonna be like I, that solid gold Wii that like people tried to yeah. track down <laughs> no it's well, like, gonna Nate, be that. you have the gold you have the gold ps4 or something right Nate? i do, I do yeah. have a gold ps4 5670 of them that was from taco bell right it was from Taco Bell. See, I'll pay you one hundred dollars for it. No, but I. It's just. It's basically going to be a PC though. In this little yeah. thing, box. it looks like a. Yeah, it looks they, like a KFC bucket. I think is what they're going. Yeah, for. they they keep calling it a console, but what's the operating system on it? Are they just going to like create Windows. their own thing through Linux? Because if it's, it's just Windows, Windows, then it's just a PC. Like, they just keep. Well, they want it to market next to the Xbox and the PlayStation. That's why they keep mentioning those systems in their marketing because they're both popular and they're like, oh. The KFC console is going to compete with them. Yeah, it's going to be four thousand dollars, but it'll compete with them. <laughs> yeah, you could you know buy you could buy four PS4s for that or four PS5s for that price. Mm. Yeah, uh, but it doesn't have a food warmer. I mean, you can leave your food on your PS5. It might work out. <laughs> <laughs> I I really want to see the person who buys it for four thousand dollars and puts like KFC in there. Like, who's going to put the greasy? Does stuff it have in like there? a drip pan underneath it? <laughs> I don't know yet. We don't know. Yeah, they don't know. Like, I'm guessing it's just there's there's got to be two layers of box because there's no way they even want to remotely let that grease possibly like evaporate into the oh, system. Gosh. There's no way. It sounds like an engineering nightmare. I'll yeah. give them credit though. It, like the system itself from the outside it doesn't look bad. It's just like matte black and like red. Yeah, and accents. the red the red accent light underneath to make it look like a hot bucket. It awesome. looks fine for that. Yeah, I just I don't think they're actually gonna like these aren't gonna pop up in like Micro Center or something just for sale or like Best Buy. Um, but it's yeah, it's still something funny to see. 
Uh, Evan, we have any more Discord questions left? Oh, yeah, we got a, still a bunch left. Do we think Microsoft and Sony are going to be a little more cautious with their cross-gen platform games after the recent cyberpunk debacle? So it came up this week that Hill Infinite may have been, like, quietly cut, and then the community manager came out and said that it's not. It's still on. But I'm still curious about that one with Halo Infinite on the Xbox One. Not just because of Cyberpunk, but I do think that Xbox One is a struggle for them right now with Halo Infinite, just based on the timeline of events we've seen and the turmoil behind the scenes. So I, I kind of feel like they, some of these companies are going to start being a little more cautious about last-gen ports right now with what happened to Cyberpunk. What do you, what do you think about Halo Infinite on the Xbox One, Nate? You think it's time to cut? Kind of cut that one. Based on that latest blog, I think they've kind of reshifted their focus to the Series X and Series S version, and kind of that build we saw in July. Maybe that's what you end up getting on like the Xbox One. But it mm. seems as though their primary focus is going to be the next gen or current gen versions right now for Halo Infinite. And I think the gap we're going to end up seeing between those games is just going to be massive. I'm it's not going to be a cyberpunk situation. It's going to be, it's playable. It looks like what you would have expected it to look like on Xbox One. But the Series X version is going to look fantastic. I'm more concerned about that because we're going to have people running around like 120 frames per second in some of these games. And like the Xbox One's going to show up at like 30 frames. Just get mm -hmm. annihilated in multiplayer. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, I, I guess at that point you buy this. I feel like by this time next year when we expect Halo Infinite to have at least released right like it'll probably be their holiday game next year uh, yeah. I, I would expect a lot of people to have at least thought about or upgraded to bare minimum the series s because it's a 300 dollars system mm -hmm. uh, and that that should at least get you a, a 60 frames per second experience on halo infinite so i i don't know i almost wonder how many xbox ones are going to be left really being used as much next holiday like if it's even worth it like we got to release halo infinite on the xbox one it's like do they really do they have to that's kind I, of things. Yeah. I want them to cut it. Screw it. I own an Xbox One. I own an Xbox Series X. I think it's time to freaking start shit focus to next gen. Because people, I mean, people were concerned when we heard uh, Horizon Forbidden West is a PS4 game also. That's a late 2021 release for PlayStation 4 and 5. I mean, that, it's kind of a yeah. case of, do you trust that Gorilla is going to handle both versions of this of that game well and in the case of like halo infinite let's say 343's focus is the series x and s version and they've passed it on to the b team within 343 to the the xbox one version yeah then there's not gonna be a lot of like you know cross work it's going to be you guys are doing this version we're going to focus on that engine and make it better and get all those bells and whistles for the next gen version and at the end of the day it's the same game but we're not going to have a cyberpunk situation because the problem with Cyberpunk isn't so much there was a next-gen issue. It was they made a PC game and then said, oh, shit, this is supposed to come out on PS4 and Xbox One. <laughs> oh, wait, that's next week. It over and say, <laughs> hey, it doesn't work. Pack it, ship it. It's We still don't have the Series X and PS5 versions of yeah, these games. They do not true. exist. So it's not a next-gen problem. It's CD Projekt Red never accounted for... Xbox One and PlayStation 4, when they were designing this game, they looked at PC only and thought they could just downscale it easily, and it turned out to be a disaster when they tried. The 343 and Gorilla, they have a better understanding of what they're doing. So I'm 
like, yeah, I get the notion of kill the Xbox One version. You want Halo Infinite to be at its best, and it'll be mm -hmm. at its best on Series X. But they that game has been in development for so long, it's probably just a case of throw it on there. Whether the Xbox One people use Game Pass, even if we just sell a couple of million copies, at least we're recouping more costs because we don't know what the user bases are going to be for PlayStation 5 and the Xbox next holiday. We don't know when supply is going to become more steady and available. You don't want to only be shipping these games to a potential base of, let's say, 17 million units. You can ship it to a base of, uh, you know, 75, 140 million units. Then that's in your better interest because you might get a percentage of those people still to invest. Hmm. Okay. That makes sense. We got another Discord question, Evan, before I go to the Super Chats. What would you pick as the biggest gaming story of the year? They suggest oh. things like Animal Crossing's record-breaking sales, the launch and shortages of next-gen like oh, this is uh, hardware, <laughs> Microsoft acquiring Bethesda, Cyberpunk, of course, or something you might have in mind. I think it's got to be Cyberpunk. I, yeah. I think it is. As somebody who covered a lot of stories this year, I do a lot of news, and uh, yeah, I just feel like Cyberpunk has been the most ongoing because it reminds me, we all remember, we, we've all been doing this for a couple of years, we remember just the continual dumpster fire of Fallout 76 where, oh man, the pre-order bag turns out to be a scam. Oh, it turns out the game is broken. Oh, it turns out the map was a lie. Like, I, this feels like that. It feels like it just, the Cyberpunk story keeps getting worse. It probably would have been Bethesda getting bought by Microsoft if it wasn't for Cyberpunk. No, it would be Last of Us 2. The whole year was last sure. of us two and six. The leak, yeah. From the leak to everyone talking about it, the good, the bad, everything in between, all the way up to even the game awards. It was uh it was all anyone could talk about, and now Cyberpunk is the only thing that has beaten that out. Cyberpunk is uh is pretty bad. That was that was a whole that's a whole thing. Still ongoing, by the way, because now they have actual lawsuits apparently filed. Oh, it'll keep going. Actual lawsuits. Actual lawsuits. They stopped talking and they said, Yeah, let's file those lawsuits. Yeah, because the difference with the uh, the difference with La Last of Us still got a good game though, you know, like the game was still like it was it was people just didn't like the story stuff, but gameplay wise it blew away. I think everybody's expectations, right? Gameplay wise, it did just story stuff, which is a big part of it. But like Cyberpunk, uh, did it really blow anybody away gameplay wise? I mean, maybe for some people, but you know, for me, Last of Us really blew me away gameplay wise. But Cyberpunk, not not so much. I, but I, I don't really know which one's the bigger story. They're both crazy people made all sorts of videos it's hard to tell which one was which you know because it's still going with cyberpunk it's not gonna stop yeah know? that's gonna go for a while somebody you know? i don't want to mention what it is but somebody showed me a youtube channel that's made over 300 videos hating on the last of us part two 300 oh, yeah, videos hating on it so here's 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 where it's not it's not about the quality of the game for the new story it's a quote the, the amount of different discussions based around the game so in the short amount of time the fact that everyone in the world basically is talking about cyberpunk as where it was just the gaming community talking about last of us is a big difference when i have my dad calling mm. me saying what's this i hear about this cyberpunk game that's how i know it's transcended just this bubble that it's that you're hearing lawsuits we're hearing companies talking about it we're hearing regular media discuss what's happening with this game in just this short amount of time yeah. makes it the bigger story it's affecting that a lot of people's part. money too i mean but I can counter that, that Animal Crossing had a Biden political island. Animal Crossing was used by political parties for the election. Yeah, but what impact did that really have? It's just Animal Crossing. That Biden's president like, now? Yeah. Because, look, that, Biden, yeah, Joe Biden yeah. is president because, because of Animal Crossing. Yeah, Animal yeah, but, Crossing didn't affect the presidential election. No, yeah, because I can use Among Us with it was used 
by AOC, she streamed for, it. 400,000 people view it as a political platform so she could get her message across. I think it was four years ago, Bernie did a, a thing in World of Warcraft. Like, it's, I don't think those are as impactful as you think they are. Nowhere That's awesome, near though. it. That's a gamer moment, baby. Symphonic Bounce says, I've noticed not only with CD Projekt Red, but companies seem to have learned that they can just patch out really buggy games a few gens back. Bugs stayed in the game, so you made sure it was good at launch. Yeah, we don't always have those patches. Dragoon says, can you upload the full Among Us stream? Uh, the only stream available is Dreamcast, guys, which was great. I don't know. It was a long, it was a long stream, wasn't it? It was like over three hours, three, I think. Three, right? hours. three and a half but hours, yeah. Is Quick Stream not up? She's yeah, it's up. It's, uh, yeah. it's up on Twitch, though, so it's kind of weird to try to watch that. Hmm. And Dragoon says, what happened to Film Wave? Everyone got busy, Jordan? <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Hey, no, I, Cobra yeah. Kai is coming up. Yeah, it got moved up. It's January, January 1st. First. That's next week. That's next weekend, right? Yeah. Still got to watch go. that, man. That's, it's, it's good. It's very I good. Know. I haven't watched The Boys or Cobra Kai, and I feel yeah. bad. Oh, Cobra Kai hits hard, too. That's good. That's, it's, you can get through that pretty quick. Because only yeah. we only had two seasons, so yeah, I'll uh, I'll check. I'm just being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's better. To be than honest, you, you'd be surprised. It's it, Cobra Kai is better than a lot of people think. They they realize oh, I, I know they it's good. A couple. Episodes, I know it's like, good. Ooh, that's really good. Yeah. I I mean I I love Karate Kid and like I those were like my movies back in the day, man. So and it's just good because they they flip a lot of the characters around, so you're not even sure who's the good guy or bad guy in the series. I'm, I guess I'm just being I'm, I'm just being stupid. They will do something for <laughs> Cobra Kai, Jordan season three just do go through all the way through it then we'll just do a video just covering the season it, three. are they are they just dropping it all at once this yes time? Okay. yep they should just be dropping it's on it's on netflix yeah. so they're just gonna drop it all so uh video says hey guys any word on up any word or update on ps5 expansion haven't heard much in a while my ps5 is already full with just ps5 games yeah i don't know what happened to that that's i guess happening someday where they're gonna tell us that we can put an nvme drive in our ps5 so Maybe January? I, I don't know. It, it is strange that they weren't ready for that with launch. Uh, and then Jeff says, shortest period of time before passing gas in front of a new partner. Two weeks. That's the rule. Two Do weeks? Do it right away. Get the awkwardness out. Just like as you, as you like shake their hand? Date one. Yeah. Like, I'm Jordan. Fringe. How's it going? Let them know what's going on. Saying, hey, it is what it is. This is what it smells like inside me. Well, I don't know if I'd say that, but. Uh... <laughs> Andrew says, admit it, you can't get Arlo on the podcast because RGT says too many naughty words. RGT does say a lot of nerds. He's, he's not here, though. He's not here to say naughty words tonight. He'll be back next weekend, though. I don't know. I'll still get Arlo on the podcast at some point. Steven says, Spawn sus always even when he's a crewmate. Everyone thinks I'm always the imposter. You know, the problem is that you, you talk with no fluff. When we're playing it, everyone else is, like, trying to tell a story about where they went. You're just like, I uh, I found the body. There were some wires. I put the wires together. And it's like, what does that mean? But then he baits people. Even though he's a crew member, he baits somebody else into be like, well, where were you? Why would you know that? How did you get there? How long did it take you to get there? And they make he makes you suspicious of people for no reason. And <laughs> I, that, know, I do. <laughs> you do that when you're innocent. Why are you just like, uh, I was clearing leave. Okay, I'm done with you. And I was like, oh, Miss Click, why was your character running away in that direction? 
Why does it matter? Why are you interrogating people who are because innocent? Because so I gotta set people. It's the long game because I, I know we're gonna be playing for a while. I gotta set people up for like. But shouldn't the one... you be working with your crewmates to win the match? No, that's that's the it's, your murderous intent. It's the problem with playing with this with the same crew over and over and over again. Is you start getting used to people's tells and the way they interact with each other, so you can I, kind of call I that. Gotta set which people up you for have when, to play the longer game for when me and Jordan are both the imposter and we go around doing double kills. <laughs> Even friends. Either that or it's just be like, hey, maybe I am. everyone it's you in the last round. The last I told, that's the second time this played, happened. Yeah. Both times we played, both final rounds, it's, yep. it's either up to one other person to decide between you or me, and I always convince them it's you. I know. I tell, I, I've, I've told them every time that it's you, and they, just, they never believe me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's got to go. Gotta one time you didn't do your task, John. <laughs> Yeah, you said, well, I just want you guys to guess who it is. I'm not doing my test. Yeah, you're not doing Nate. anything. It like was you... Nate. And everyone, like, Nate was off by himself. Everyone else was around the table. And I, I, I'm the ghost. I go over and look at Nate. He's just over there by himself. I'm like, this is the most obvious thing ever. Just someone hit the button. Yeah, I knew it was We called Nate out on him. I'm just saying. You didn't want to do your test. And then Nate actually, Nate actually did something that was good. He, he sabotaged something. I think, what was it? The reactor or the lights or something? Oxygen. And you got you got Kevin to go off by himself, and I was like, "Oh, that's surprising." And then you just didn't know the button to kill him or something because he walked right by you. Yeah, he walked right by me, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, "Oh crap!" I kept hitting the X button instead of Y because I was playing Gears, and the Y button is where the X button is because these controllers can't have universal button sign. Mm -hmm. So I kept hitting the wrong button. I'm like, "Why is nothing happening?" And then he got too far. I was like, "Oh, I've been hitting the whole wrong button." <laughs> you had him too. You would have wiped him. No one knew he was down there. So like, your your kill timer might have reset by the time someone found him. Yeah. So you know, see, I didn't I didn't know the strategies of the game. If I knew that, I would just like sat in the cafeteria after murdering someone and be like, "I'm done with my task." Uh, now I have an idea of how to actually play the game. I just because I just walked around, and be like, I think I'm done with my tasks. I'm not really sure if this list is right, so I just walk around. Yeah, it, it does take, the table. I'm just like, yeah, da 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 da. It does take a little bit to kind of get in the rhythm of playing. I remember when I first started playing, I had I didn't know what the hell I was doing, you know. So it takes a little bit, but it doesn't take too long though. It doesn't take uh, too long. James, I just, I just walk around aimlessly, and then people are like, oh, you kill people. I'm like, I'm just walking around. I don't want to sit. <laughs> James says, hope everyone had a great holiday. Super Meat Boy Forever kind of disappointed me. The end is nigh was better. I still have to play Super Meat Boy Forever. It'll do it tomorrow. Liam says, put the Jack and Daxter segment on Spawn Clips and make a remix. J2Blue says, Nate face reveal for 2021 with a question mark. Um, Only if we have a live Spawn cast at some sort of convention. Ah, there you go. So if a convention. I guarantee it either. Yeah, because you'll actually be there, so people will know you're there. So it'll be kind of hard to get away from that. Well, I can avoid people until I take my mask off at a live spawn cast, but otherwise, no one will know I'm walking around. It's cool if I we post the recording among them. If we if we put the recording up later, I can just like pixel out your face, so it'll just be mm -hmm. like be protective services. Us. It'll be great. <laughs> that even that you know, I've, I've thought if about how it's bizarre that. I've known you for so many years, Nate. I, I've literally spent hundreds of hours total talking to Nate, and I don't know what he looks like. True. But, uh, but what if people come up and ask to take a picture with you? I put my mask on. Or yeah, I he's got to have hand. the mask. I cover uh, my face with my hand. Okay. I've taken pictures of people at PAX East, and I tell them, you have to take the picture neck down. <laughs> you do not take a picture of my face. Luckily, they're all shorter than me, so it's not that big of a problem. Oh, gosh. Fish yeah, fan said, 
Fish fan says, Merry Christmas to the entire Spawn cast. Great job by everyone. Looking forward to all your great content in 2021. Also, this RGT85 equals MIA85. <laughs> yeah, second week in a row. Missing Sean. He better have some good stories when he comes back next week. Ghost Sniper says, Xbox Series X will sell Wii U numbers. Prove me wrong. You can't. It won't. I think it'll sell a bit more than Wii U numbers. Even if nothing else than in the U.S. by itself, so. Yeah, it won't sell Wii U numbers. The reason why, the main reason why it won't sell Wii U numbers is because they're going to have uh, a far more third-party support with what was going mm. on there. And they're going to have, once their first-party games get going, they are going to be able to sell those. They're going to have Halo. So, I mean, Wii U numbers, guys, Wii U is catastrophic. People don't understand how bad it's sold sometimes, man. It's like 13 million systems or whatever, like a little bit less, a little bit less than 14 million systems. There's there's no way that the Xbox, that Microsoft sells that that, that amount. The Switch is doing that in like half a year almost now. So, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. yeah, I mean, even the Xbox One, let's look at like, let's look at the Xbox One, right? Every, that system did not have like, in terms of like first party software and everything, not necessarily the best. And right. it's still sold over 50 million, you know, yeah. which is still, it's still sold more than Super Nintendo. Yes, gaming's still bigger. I mean, it's hard. You can't compare the two because like the eras of gaming, but it's still sold more than the Super Nintendo and a majority of Nintendo's home consoles but it gets like all the call of duties all the maddens all exactly it gets and now now they own bethesda so we'll see exactly (laughs) and now they own bethesda too on top of that so i mean and and they own the people who makes outer worlds again that's the what are are those things they own yeah whatever their name is obsidian obsidian yeah they own obsidian they don't Bethesda. they own like Mm -hmm. they they got a lot so just got to take some time to get going and James says, uh, it'd be great to see a console laptop hybrid from someone, something for people that want a dedicated machine, but also have to travel quite a bit. Remember when those uh, those Xbox 360 laptops were really popular for a while and people were getting them made? That that mm-hmm. would be kind of cool to have like one like that, like a laptop system you take with you. A little more space to, to put a more powerful system in there. I don't know who's, who would actually do that, though, because it's either you want it to be stationary or you want it to be very portable. Hmm. Jared says, what console has aged the best and why the DS? What consoles aged the best to you guys? Consoles. So I'm guessing like retro systems. I mean, I, I honestly, as a thing, but yeah, the more I go back, I've been going back and playing a bunch of, uh, early PS one games. And I feel like so many early PS one games did like they, they still set out to do exactly what they're trying. Siphon filter controls a little bit weird, but it still does exactly what it wants. All those RPGs still look and play great. You know, I think PlayStation one has the catalog of games that certainly like resolution looks like fucking hot shit, but I mean, it's still good. I, I think game GameCube for me, I think GameCube, you can plug it in, play GameCube Mm. games. A lot of them are still 60 frames. They're yeah. fantastic. I, I I would go with GameCube out of uh, GameCube or Super Nintendo. Uh, to me, Super Nintendo, true. Uh, GameCube or Super Nintendo. Those yeah. those games, just, they play great. They still play great in today's As, day. You can play yeah. Chrono Trigger on Super Nintendo and be like, this game's better than most games that come out today. Yeah. Yeah. Super NES definitely has aged well. I mean, the 2D sprites still look fantastic in most of those games, just due to the art style. I mean, Link to the Past is still lovely. Chrono Trigger. There's so many games on the Super NES. Super Metroid right now, and yeah, Super Metroid. You could play those games and say like, "This is still fantastic." You got that Super NT plugged in. It looks real good on there. Like I mm-hmm. think popped in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Early 3D games. There's so many hit or miss types where some of they either the controls are just jank, the visuals are too rough. It's tough to go back to like certain PS. Gold frame rate. 
Yeah, but yeah. like Super uh, NES just has that. Yes. This is still it's timeless. It's timeless. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And GG says Switch Two will include a small fridge for sushi. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, Chinese, we, we asked for innovations. So there you go. That's Lope. true innovation. It's so cold. It's Sushi dispenser. Good. <laughs> Lopez says, for the next Switch, will there be a light model that could be digital only at launch alongside a standard model? So they do no. kind of what the PS5 did. No. Could no. they? Yes. No. Do I think Nintendo would do that? No. No. I must wonder if they'll try a digital model this year, this generation. No. Like all digital. They just get rid of like the... Because the, the, then they could probably make it a little slimmer too that way and make it what the Nintendo Switch all digital or something they'll probably just say all switch digital or something like that if they did if they went that route oj just doesn't want to hear because he doesn't want the physical stuff to go away (laughs) (laughs) i mean i have to imagine nintendo likes the idea of people being stuck to their e-shop and oh they love you can't buy you can't buy a used game with this here you go (laughs) they love the idea microsoft they all dude if if they had their way and no pushback from gamers everybody would would have been all digital to a Last, generation yeah. or two ago, you know, like yeah. if it was their way. <laughs> Victor says, "What anime do you want to have a game?" Oh what my god! What do you got, OJ? <laughs> oh, where do I start? <laughs> Can I throw out Helsing? I rewatched Helsing recently. Helsing for sure. Oh, which one? Start- which one? Oh, classic or the one they redid, which was actually insanely good. Why don't you give us? Why don't you give us one? Why don't you give us one, OJ? Vampire Hunter D, if okay. they could go back and bring that out. Vampire Hunter D would be amazing as like a Castlevania oh, style Castlevania. game or something. PlayStation One? Yeah, but but like let let's say let's say with these games we want them to actually be put out as like a real game, not just like a ooh, this is big in this moment. We need okay. to make a game in less Alchemist. than a year. Not like those terrible full metal alchemist games. No. Yeah. No, like I would love an ergo proxy open world adventure. That would be fun. Just because that world was incredible. Or, or right. Hunter Hunter has a lot of crappy games that never came over to the West. A, a, a Hunter Hunter game, Yu Yu Hakusho, something like that would be not an arena fighter like they do with My Hero and Dragon like Ball a, Z. Like an action RPG? Yeah, like an action RPG, something that's substantial. Like they tried it with Dragon Ball Kakara, which I think it works somewhat. But it's an alright it's right game. It's, it's like the, right the battle. Game. The battle system never feels great in those since no, it's that weird. It doesn't. Like, uh. It doesn't feel great, and it feels like they just took Xenoverse and kind of made it into an RPG. You know, like, they got like stop. a real. They just need to. I know they wanted to make it all actiony. They just got to go for an RPG. Just try like it. A like a real turn, RPG. Because like yeah. they did it with Attack of the Saiyans, and that's an awesome game on the DS. Yes, they need good. to do something like that, but on consoles, just try it. Just see what happens. They I don't need know. to. They're remake, so scared of it. They need to remake Legacy of Goku two. In 3D. Oh, oh my god! I don't know how. I think Goku would work. two was good. I guess Goku. It, it is. That's a deep cut. Wait, hold on. Let me ask OJ or, or uh, Nate because I know OJ's played it. Have you played Attack of the Saiyans yet? Yes. Okay, good. That I would say that's the best like Dragon Ball RPG we have. Like that right. Yeah, there. that was great. I mean, I I didn't hate Dragon Ball. Uh, what was it called on the 3DS? Was it Fusions? Was, was that the that was the fighting one? Was that the fighting one? It was a tactical, it was a grid based oh, Dragon Ball. Really? You, I think it was a grid. It was, you could fuse the characters in combat. So you could get like these weird ass things. Was it Dragon Ball Fusions? That sounds oh, no, real, but I will say yes. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. it was, I have to check. I think it was, I guess it 
Yeah, Dragon Ball Fusions. I still think Hunter Hunter deserves it. Okay. I mean, we're getting a Demon Slayer That's... game. <laughs> so Demon Slayer is coming. Yeah, but, but, it, really but is cool. it it actually looks good? Okay. It looks cool. From the little bit they've shown. It's Sony, it's like a it's a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Sony owns Anaplex or whatever, the people that are making it. Hmm. So we'll see how good it is. I mean, it's an action adventure RPG game. So we'll see how good that Demon Slayer game let's, is. Let's um, let's go. Uh, let's go to the next one here. Uh, it's a it's TR TRVP says, Spawn, you're the first person I've ever super chatted. Anyways, love your content. Makes me think of old school G4 TV. Happy holidays. Hey, old school G4 TV is about to come back. It's about to be like current G4 TV on a streaming service, most likely. Yeah, I'm curious how that looks. How it turns out, It'll be interesting. VCIPZ says, which do you prefer, Genshin Impact or Phoenix Rising? I prefer Phoenix Rising. I will take the, the actual full game. I liked Phoenix Rising. Although Evan likes Genshin Impact, so. No, no, I just like it. Yeah, there you go. Mr. Awesome says, what happens if I warm Popeye's chicken in a KF console? Does it void the warranty? Uh, they do a rescue. <laughs> it's the rest of this break in your door. <laughs> yeah. It's like getting swatted. Uh, Derek, Derek says, hello from Canada. Thanks for entertaining me every Saturday. Can't wait until the borders open up so I can visit the USA again. Also N64 all day. Ian says, what are the chances of the KF console outperforming the Atari VCS? Very high because the Atari VCS is fairly weak. So I, yeah. which I, apparently I'm getting this thing next week. We'll see. We'll see if this actually happens. People already have it, by the way. People have been posting online about it, uh, and they've already shipped it. So, I don't know. We'll see. The next question is from Burst saying, when did the Atari VCS come out? I backed the thing two, two and a half years ago, I think. Yep. It's been a long time. I backed it a long time ago, uh, and it's it's supposed to be – it was supposed to have been out by Christmas. I have not gotten mine yet, but it's supposed to go into stores, I think think it's going to go in the stores by march next year like you walk into a, a GameStop or a walmart and be able to buy one i will check it out though that'll be interesting mike says merry christmas you guys thanks for keeping me saying this crazy year also nate is right about eShop music the we shop channel set high standards boom <laughs> take that oj you can literally play whatever music you want when you go on the Don't eShop. make me play the we eShop. <laughs> you guys are lazy <laughs> lazy i tell you lazy <laughs> And then uh, Isaac <laughs> music. Isaac says OJ stands for other John. We are we are like there the Dudley go. boys apparently. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Evan, how many other Discord questions do we have before we get into Q and A? Just one, and it's kind of like a poking fun question. So I guess we'll just uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> DMCA incoming. Oh no, that's Nintendo. It's cool. They don't hate everyone anymore. For now. <laughs> Right. Uh, which game is worse, the launch of WWE 2K18 on Switch or the launch of Cyberpunk on the base PS4 and Xbox oh One? The launch of Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah. Whoa! I don't. You watch that yeah. video where it's like it's like 45 seconds. He's driving down the road. The car suddenly stops, throws him over the handlebars of his bike. All the cars in the middle of the road start exploding. A guy appears on top of his own car in the middle of traffic. He goes, "Hola, cabrón!" And then it explodes too. It's just. The game is just destroyed. It's just because we waited so long. Like, we waited an entire year for 2K18. We waited eight years for Cyberpunk. Like, I could be like, yeah, it's one of those sports games. There's going to be another 2K game out next year. WWE 2K19. And that one was pretty bad, too. 
and then 2K20, and, and who knows when it's coming out again, because they just they just said, you know what, we're going to have to split these studios up, and uh, we're going to have to delay this for a while, so I don't know. I mean, 2K18 and 19 and 20 were so bad that they just they had to actually stop doing the yearly sports titles that already have such a low bar, but on the other side is Cyberpunk. You see, like, so... Cyberpunk is the weird thing, where not everyone is seeing the bugs, whereas WW2K18 on Switch was just yeah, bad but, for everyone. But, but the bugs didn't bring anger and hatred they brought <laughs> happiness and excitement and comedy we just laughed except for the people who actually wanted that wrestling game to be good yeah but then i mean people got over and were like you know what but screw those people screw all of them this just wasn't it you know it, it wasn't gonna happen look 2k19 is out next year it's available on other systems which actually runs correctly and all of this stuff uh that's all i could think of because the cyberpunk stuff was like next level i mean like i said eight years cyberpunk 2k20 one isn't coming out next year or 2k22 uh it's just that was it eight years here's cyberpunk that's it and then here we're not going to show you guys the footage of it although i don't think they showed us footage of 2k18 on the switch either now nope. i think about it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like hey how's it look on switch fine can we see it no the game it, run, it runs great on old systems however i, I doubt they had eight million pre-orders <laughs> leading up to launch that though they probably had eight they and probably Sean had was one. Yep, I was one of them too. <laughs> uh, I, is that all the Discord questions, Evan? Uh, yep, that covers it. Amber says, "Thanks for the great content every week." Thank you, Amber. And you can do Q and A. Go to the chat. You guys want to pull up the chat? See if there's any good questions in there as we uh, as we finish up uh, towards the top of the hour. Because I have all the super chats on there. I'll check Streamlabs as well just to make sure I didn't miss anything. Uh, and you guys Where's have any Mr. questions? That's a question. We don't know. Oh, Miss Click, Miss Click, Miss Click had some personal stuff she was doing. She'll be back next week. What is your guy's dream remaster game? This guy said DBZ Budokai Tenkaichi Three. Dream remaster game? You really dreaming to remaster that? <laughs> yeah. He's aimed, if you have that low of a bar in life, you've got some great things coming. No, the, the game's no. The game's solid, yeah. bro. You need to use your dream remaster for something more Just feasible. Discord failed you today. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm going to lose feasible. sleep figuring out OBS. Evan it's is kind so of mad. <laughs> Questions, responses, if your life is this. <laughs> That's because Evan can't run OBS for more than five minutes now without it crashing. I'm going to I'm gonna have to... Fr I don't know. Uh, this, is, this, is, this has hurt him. Everyone is kind of hard there, right? Dream <laughs> remake. Wait, can we do remake or remake? Does that have to be remaster? I think he said remaster. Oh, uh, okay. Um, hmm. I'm thinking, I, I started thinking Final Fantasy VII remake style, but if it's like remaster, like they bring it back up. Mm. I mean, if I can give an answer that I've never given before, because we do get this uh, question occasionally, I, I would like to see the original the Fancy Star oh, Online okay. come back in some form. Okay. I, I, you know, for me, Skies of Arcadia would probably be the game that I'd like to see. Um, That's a good one. Yeah, Skies is great. So Skies bring of it up Arcadia. to the bring it up to the Switch and PlayStation yeah, or, all that stuff, and just put it out there. Or another game that's really weird, um, Chrono, uh, not Chrono Trigger, but uh, Chrono Cross. Mm. That game suffers from PlayStation One-itis, you know, mm -hmm. and yeah. it's never been remade or re-released in any type of way. And it's pretty, like, loady on the, on the PS1. <laughs> and it's just a really weird game. I mean, it was very ambitious. I think it's a three-disc game or is it two-disc game? One of those. Two-disc. Yeah, two-disc game. I played it and it's it's great. 
but man, it, it, it could use some touch-ups, you know. It's great. It is amazing, though. I do love Chrono Chrono Cross. I do love the game. I was going to my Chrono Trigger to Chrono Cross is like what? How about we? How about we do a we do a full remaster? We release it on the Switch. That's Mother Three. Nah. Put it out there. Full remaster. Nah. I like the sound of that. Nah. Nate doesn't like the sound of that. (laughs) I like the sound of that. I gotta see the internet when that releases. Nah. Juice Man Vaughn says John Key tell OJ to get the table. OJ get the table. <laughs> Testify. Sakon <laughs> 10 says Ocarina of Ocarina of Time market theme on eShop, please. Also Fatal Frame coming back. Fatal Frame coming back would be good. Hmm. We got another another uh, a question in the chat. Anything good? I haven't seen anything. Let's see. I, I did see someone say uh, uh, that their game of the year is Last of Us Part Two. They love it a bunch. Why does Dreamcast guy hate it? Uh, I just want to <laughs> say I don't hate the game. If you go back and watch my videos talking about it, uh, I gave Last of Us Part Two a 7 out of 10. I think the controls are fantastic. The graphics are jaw-dropping. I think it does a lot of very cool experimental stuff. I just personally did not like the story. I, I still would say the game is worth playing. I'm not going to be one of those weirdos that acts like the game sucks. I'm just saying Last of Us Part Two, in my opinion... Um, I didn't like what they did with those characters, but I also kind of like that. I also think that sometimes a a bad story is more interesting. I think I probably have thought of that game more because I didn't enjoy it. Kitsune84 says, would love a a Bat and Kaidos remaster. And I saw one here. What are each of your guesses for the next Super Smash Bros. character for the DLC pack? Dante. I'm just I'm joking. I don't know. Dante. I mean, you know, we need more sword. No, we need we need more sword characters in the game, right? Swordsman with white hair. Let's go. I heard I heard the sword character is really popular. I saw yeah. a lot of people are excited about Sephiroth. Yeah. <laughs> it's only uh, popular when it, it's only it's only okay when it's somebody that they want. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That's when it makes it okay. So Sora is okay. You know, he uses a key blade. Sephiroth is okay. But anybody what, else, I don't know. What about uh? Yeah. What about? What about um? Chrono. Put Chrono in there. Chrono. Chrono would not be okay, but I would be okay with it. Okay. You know, so OJ, I actually uh, reinstalled Smash Brothers. I haven't played it in a couple months, uh, and I decided to to buy Sifroth, and I played him, and I am absolutely garbage. Yeah. I do not understand that Sephiroth character at all. is not a n- newer player or noob friendly character yeah he's extremely laggy with the I'm smash so attacks. confused <laughs> yeah he's he's uh, he's a character for if you have more of the advanced knowledge of how the mechanics work with smash brothers Sephiroth is very good ledge trapping edge guarding he's pretty good with that especially ledge trapping but if you have no concept of that or don't know then yeah Sephiroth can be a bit difficult to use but he's still fun you know yeah he looks like dude his uh yeah. the, his map how it goes through the whole meteor crashing or uh, how you go into the the center of the earth and everything and you see the original last boss fight for final Fantasy 7 redone on switch it, it's crazy man it's one of those things where i suck but i i definitely am glad i spent the five I, bucks to buy him i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with lloyd irving for next lloyd smash would character be, lloyd would be cool I'd, I'd be down with that another with sword another anime it, swordsman there you anymore, go it, anymore. It, sh- <laughs> it should actually end up being sakurai and he should also be a sword he character. should be the yes. last character he should put himself in as last character just have like a big way compound or why something not? and just beat people down why not why not should. true who's gonna stop um him? <laughs> I do think uh, Koei Tech, some, a character from Koei Tech, well, I don't know 
Ryu Hayabusa, people talk about that a lot, you know. That's a um, good one. I like the idea swordsman, of that. swordsman, though. But, like, somebody from Koei Tecmo, I think Koei Tecmo deserves yeah, but, this one. Yeah, but Ryu, he has all kinds of cool stuff he could, they could throw in there with the secondary weapons and everything. Yeah, Ab that could be cool. Absolutely. But, you know, they still did that with Violet, and people still got mad. Violet uses I think it was because it was a fire emblem. I think, that's, I think a lot of it had to do with the fire emblem. Yeah, that's where it is. <laughs> so, if it's Ryu Hayabusa, he can use nunchucks. He can use, uh, he yep. has a spear. He has a, you know, he has all sorts of, he has swords. He has all sorts of different things he can use. Yeah. So so, yeah. so to just give uh give Crash Bandicoot a sword. Yeah, that's it. Throw him in there. Crash, but also with a sword. <laughs> Crash is another good one. What uh Thomas says, what happened to the pill dude? Is my man's okay? <laughs> okay, let me since people are freaking out, it's ibuprofen. I took ibuprofen because I have a headache <laughs> and I walked away to use the restroom and get some food for a second. All right. Oh, is that? Oh, is that? Is he always oh, talking about you, Jordan? I thought he was making a, a gesture towards Sean because Sean always looks like he's like not. No, because the chat. Some people in the chat were freaking out. Like, did you just, uh, did you just Sean always looks so tired. I just, nah. I just took an ibuprofen. You're okay, Jordan. You can you can oh. snort him, bro. Snort some ibuprofen. It'd be fine. It's the fastest right. way to get it in your system. <laughs> yeah, why not? Or rectally. Uh, Nomad says <laughs> Cyberpunk crashed 62 times, including the end screens and credits. I heard a few people say that it crashed on the end credits. It didn't do that for me, but like you're watching the end, like the last credits, and it just crashes on you. Uh, that's yeah. Strawman says, uh, "Oh, go ahead, Max." I was gonna say, yeah, I saw Greg Miller had a viral tweet talking about that. He had that as well, where the game crashed at the ending credits, and I saw someone reply like, "That's basically the real ending. If the game <laughs> breaks itself, that's basically the real experience." Strawman says, "Thoughts on thoughts on the Case Act Congress just passed on streaming copyright material being a felony." Yeah, I I researched it pretty heavily. I'm curious to see what it's how it's going to be implemented, but it does sound it, bad. It sounds it, like it's, it seems weird because they basically expanded the punishment and then they were talking mm -hmm. about adjusting the thing leading to the DMCA. They're like, now let's take a look at copyright law. And it's like, yeah, why after <laughs> it? It sounds like something that may hurt streamers, and it sounds like it's something that was passed by really old people who have never seen a live stream in their life. Suddenly oh. feel like, oh, they're probably going to try it's, and steal a Netflix. It's like, no, that's I, not it, what any of this is. It's pretty complex. I mean, I've I've read into it. I've like I've watched a lot of stuff on it. And technically, as the law is written now, any streamer can get DMCA'd and be jailed. As yeah. the law is now, not even before this new law. It's just the federal government isn't going to, you know, pursue this type of case against you because you got DMCA'd for showing Sonic the Hedgehog. You could already be it. And they want to change the way they view copyright, you know, copywritten material. And this bill is just so vague. It's probably not going to lead to anything beyond what we're already seeing. Does it leave the possibility? Yes. Is anyone actually going to pursue these avenues to jail you? It's very unlikely. Like, it's worthy of having a conversation, but it's nothing that people have to be, oh my God, so concerned about either. It's very much a case of this could already happen. It isn't happening yet. This isn't going to make you go to jail now. So, you know, mm. people can relax with it for the most part. Shadow Nexus says, Is Dead, Rise is Dead Island 2 coming out this generation? Maybe. <laughs> this generation coming up? 
Wasn't that just getting tossed like around from company to company right for a while? Though? Yeah, I like, think Deep Silver yeah. has it now, I think. They tried to put out a MOBA to try to like cover oh, prices, and then that crashed. Like it doesn't. Yeah, I, what? Apparently, yeah. apparently, you didn't know about uh, the Dead Island MOBA. Is still happening, but I, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'd like to think that it is going to come out, uh, but I, I'm really interested in um, Dying Light Two right now to find out more about that. Whenever that reappears this year coming up. Yeah, it was called Epidemic. Oh, good. Yeah, it just appeared and disappeared. <laughs> Do you guys really think God of War Ragnarok is coming out in 2021? Yes, one hundred percent. Okay, we have a yes, we have a no. Jordan, you don't think it is? You think it's gonna get pushed? It's that's the only game so far that we know for next year that I think has the potential to be pushed. By a little. I think it would come out at the start of twenty twenty two, if so. But mm. I don't okay. know. Like February. Like like they yeah. with the yeah, February uh somewhere in there. Okay. And see Cade with no message. Thanks, Cade. And Steven, Sakurai as a Shang Tsung character. Or just steals all the powers. That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be That's really a good cool. one. That's a good one. So he's like a human Kirby. Yeah. Yeah. But like all the movesets. He basically just turn into the other character. He turns about. into the other character. Kirby yeah. just takes one of a special. Yeah. That's cool. I, I feel like it, I don't know. I, I, I genuinely like that idea a lot because I feel like the Smash community understands Sakurai. I feel like there's a lot of games where people play it, but they don't really know the names of the developers. I feel like a lot of people playing Final Fantasy don't know Nomura. Um, I think it'd be cool. I, I, I would actually support if they put Sakurai in the game, 100%. And Garrett says, I want the I want the KF console. Small way we're going to try to get it and do a breakdown. I'm going to warm the hell out of my chicken. I am going to try to get it. I don't know if I can actually get one through PR. I don't think I can do that. I don't know if they're going to actually give them out to people to like open up or do anything to. Drop them four racks on it, John? No, no, not on that. On that thing? Yeah, right. I can get that 70-inch CX we're, instead. We're, we're dropping four racks on that junk. Come on, bro. I have to put three sponsors on that video. I know, right? <laughs> uh, Liam says, most anticipated 2021 game that we know of. Resident Evil 8. That's a good one, yeah. It's good. Yeah, that we have like a year on. That's the thing, because we can be like, I think Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out next year. Let's do that. Or, you know, like there's a lot of games you could just think that's coming out next year, but like actually have a date on it. I, uh, I'm i personally really looking. I did a top 10 most anticipated games. I know a lot of you guys checked that out on the channel, but I did that. I'm really excited for The World Ends With You. Neo, The World Ends mm. With You. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm extremely that's excited one. for that game. That's a good Shin one. Shin Megami Tensei 5. That's also another game that I'm really excited for. Near the world ends with you. I got a whole list here. Persona 5 Strikers is looking really good. There's a lot of games, man. Anybody uh, else? Dude, I'm super hyped for a uh, freaking Monster Hunter Rise. The more Monster I look Hunter into Monster Rise. Hunter Rise, I think that game is going to blow up. And I'm serious. I think that game is going to pop off. You know what? I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Halo Infinite. I'm going for it. Halo Infinite. <laughs> I got, I got, I got, I got confidence. Come on. Three, four, three. Have fun. Right, Jordan. <laughs> right, Jordan. <laughs> yep. I'll believe it when I see it. When oh, I see boy. a Halo game from them. Uh, do we see any other uh, any other questions in the chat? Also, check out Streamlabs as well. I'm gonna go down here, make sure I didn't miss any any super chats or anything. Um, I don't see any there. Let me go. Let me go to Streamlabs as well. Uh, people saying, I hope we get Final Fantasy 16 next year. Yeah, so do I. And I, I do think, especially with some of the, the rumors we got late this year, I do think that Final Fantasy 16 seems to be pretty far along. I unless think it is going to come out next bad. year. 
I think it is. Yeah. I think it's a 2021 game. Uh, Liam yeah. Liam says, I hope everyone has a good new year. What was everyone's favorite gaming memory of 2020? Uh, I, have, I have a weird one, which is what I was playing a little bit of uh, World of Warcraft Classics still, and there was a special event called the opening of Encourage. There was basically this huge, giant, uh, like, alien gate down in the southern part of the map, and thousands of players had to band together to kill these bosses and construct this giant amulet, build it into a hammer and ring this gong that, like, breaks the enchantment and opens it. It, it was an entire week... Uh, thousands of people going together and working together, guilds going to war. I recorded a bunch of it, and I never put it into a video, but I'm glad I have this footage of just, like, thousands of players blowing each other up and, and doing this big, giant event. Definitely my favorite memory of the year. And Shinru says, that thanks, guys, for years I've followed, keeping me informed of the gaming industry and making, making more of an informed consumer. Before I was a brain dead Call of Duty fanboy, thanks so much for praying for praying for a great 2021. Let's burn 2020 away. Only a week, only one more week of 2020. And uh, then uh, Zebus says, "Merry Christmas, Spawn Wave." Xavier says, "Gran Turismo 3 is my favorite game from 2001. First game I ever played, and it opened the door to my love of video games and cars. 2001 was a defining year." Jeff Burns says, what system is easiest to get for the normal person? Intellivision, Amica, Atari VCS, or the KF console? I, I guess Atari VCS. It has, like, all the streaming platforms, too. You turn it on. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm recommending the Atari VCS over here. There's a problem. With they, the, they're with going the, to the take system. that quote spawn. They're going to edit it down and take it out of context. And the front of the box is going to go, the easiest console that I get is <laughs> Atari <laughs> VCS. I mean, you turn it on. There's some video of it actually being used right now online and it's like it's just a menu it has its own little os and you can pick like netflix or any of those things i don't know at that point it's just a streaming box that's overpriced wait netflix is gonna be on that but netflix not on the switch i believe so yes that's pretty crazy <laughs> yeah well i mean the atari vcs is basically a little pc it even has like a sandbox mode where you can load like linux and stuff so technically yeah it has access to all that and then shamsa donated a hundred dollars thank you shamsa Jeez. Always appreciated. Shout out Shamsa. Shout out to Shamsa. Shinru says, "Hey Spawn Wave, what happened to that Alienware Switch console they're putting together? Is that still happening, or did they stop it? Like Google stopped those smart glasses they're making. Remember that? Uh, that alien, that thing was just like a concept, kind of. I, I think they had talked about doing it, but like, there are some other devices that are coming out. Uh, I think like GPU was doing one, and dude, they're so expensive, like eight or nine hundred dollars." to get like decent performance on steam games. So like the switch at $300 is still a pretty good deal for the handheld device that it is or 200 for the switch light. I don't, I don't know. I don't think that Alienware UFO thing is going to be coming out. Neo neon says, will we ever get our resident evil outbreak remake? I hope so that there are, some of the leaks seem to point that way, but I don't want to say more than that because there have people, people have asked me not to talk about the leaks too much. And I did like this question. Does anybody on the spawn cast have any hidden talents that we don't typically see in videos? Hidden talents. Interesting. Like I can do voices. I can do great imitations of all sorts of characters. So I, can do I know from, someone else who could do that too. <laughs> I can do Stewie Griffin or, or Hank Hill or anybody. I want to hear sure? Hank Hill. 
Oh, Bobby, we don't want to be going down south. That might be a little bit weird. Playing them video games? I don't know. You should hear. You should hear jo- Jordan. Jordan, <laughs> give us. Uh, give us Joey Wheeler. We we keep our hidden talents hidden. <laughs> don't, listen, don't listen to Jordan. Don't listen to Jordan. He can he can do all kinds of cool voices. It's double joint. Is that a talent being double jointed and being able to like dislocate my fingers? Yes. Okay, you can do that. Do that. My talent is to pop my shoulders out of the sockets. It's like whoa. Jesus. I can pop my I can pop my thumbs out of their sockets and just have them like this oh, big God. bulging thing at the bottom. <laughs> it's pretty disgusting. I used to like walk to people like high five and I'd pop my thumb up. Like, you broke my fucking hand. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. All right, that's pretty good though. That was a good one. <laughs> and Thomas Sullivan, what do you make of all the Spider-Man 3 rumors? Is that I a game? Him. No, they're talking about the movie. The, the movie. Oh. Yeah, yeah, because they're bringing like character oh, older. I mean, a lot of a lot stuff, of what's yeah. spilling out is is true, and you know, oh. should see soon enough. I like what I'm hearing there, Jordan. I mean, it's it's pretty all out there. They can't really hide these leaks. So, what? Uh, this is from Dark Void. So, what do you think about a remake of Zelda Two: Adventures of Link re-releasing next year as a part of the Zelda anniversary? A remake of Zelda Two. I, that would be interesting. <laughs> I mean, that'd be so interesting because we haven't seen that before. That would, I don't know. I would check it out. That'd be kind of cool. Game needs a lot to make it good. I I don't think that game's as bad. As, I think the problem is is like when it came out, there were so many dumb things to it that made it really difficult to play without buying Nintendo Power and stuff. That it was really frustrating back then. I feel like if you play back through it now, it has like the cheap difficulty of the NES day, but it's I don't think it's as bad as like everyone remembers it. Well, it's also like the flow of motion when you like you jump yeah and, that too like it's i guess if you change all that you make it modern or you make it feel more like castlevania where you still have some forward momentum when you, get, yeah. you could make it an enjoyable game but the fact that they went from that game to link to the past yeah i know right that is a massive jump isaac says where's the hairy raccoon boy i believe he's referring to sean, sean? Yeah, sean yeah. grandma yeah. <laughs> still on still on Christmas break. He he'll be back next week. Sean will be. Maybe. <laughs> Unfinished says, Do you guys think that all those Resident Evil eight leaks are floating around could potentially affect the game's sales? Well they look uh, really they look really cool. So yeah, I make it better. <laughs> I've I've thought long and hard about this. I don't think it will. I, I think people buy Resident Evil for the good gameplay. And a lot of people don't talk about this, but you can look up the numbers. Resident Evil 7 is like a mega million top seller. Like Resident Evil 7 was such an explosive success that even Capcom was shocked by. I think Resident Evil 8 is just going to try and do that same thing. Let's make a first-person shooter Resident Evil with cool monsters. And even if people see the leaks by accident, I don't think they're going to go, well, now I'm not going to buy the game. Yeah. And Jonathan Hernandez says, oh, What's your current Smash character main and ultimate? Uh, I'm still doing Bowser. The only one, Bowser the only one who plays ultimate. <laughs> there you go. Joker. Joker, Joker. is my okay. number one. But Sephiroth is definitely, he's. I'm going to main him. Like, I like Sephiroth. So I'm working on Sephiroth. I like Joker. Joker's my number one. Sheik. I use Sheik. I also use, uh, yeah, those are really it. I mean, I can use some other people too. But yeah, those are. Those are by Bi- I Byleth, yeah, and I can use Byleth pretty well. I've, and Lucina. 
Birdman says, I don't know if I've missed my past super chat, but my question was, when will Nintendo announce the Switch Pro next year? I'm thinking January to April. Did I miss Birdman's last super that. chat? When they announce it. Like, what? Like when would they announce I it? I still they, wouldn't count on that. Jan between January and April? So then this would, they'd announce it, like, in summer? The earliest I would see summer, because... I mean, it's definitely not going to be between January and March. You're going to want to end this fiscal year strong, and they're not going to start their new fiscal forecast with intent of announcing new hardware. So that's unlikely to happen in April. So I'd say at the earliest, we're looking at June. June. Announce it in June, release it end of July, beginning of August. Uh, if they try to do that quick of a turnaround, then I would say it's going to be even later in the year. Maybe you're looking at August or September. I feel like they wouldn't wait long. I feel like they'd announce it and then they wouldn't wait long to release it. Like it'd be a couple months because then they'd be concerned about like that that dead period of like, oh, everyone's going to wait for the new system to come out. The yeah, then it's, they're definitely going to limit the time. I'd give it at maximum, I'd say about a three month lead between announcement and release. Yeah, we're not getting any like six month leads because they're not going to cut into their sales. They're going to want the current switch and the light to continue to sell well. So that's where I'd say maybe an june the earliest maybe mm. as deep as august or september have three different systems basically going into the holidays for 2021 yeah yeah that makes sense so let's let's just shoot for let's say we're just gonna say june is that the guess june yeah for now i'd say june okay there we go and then neo says do we think final Fantasy 16 is going to be a purely action-based game because the dmc5 combat designer is working on the game and will we have party members? I think they already said there's no party members, right? Uh, Dreamcast? Okay. Uh, I have heard some stuff. I don't know what's public, but I do think there's going to be party members and you're not going to control them in a typical sense. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And I have a few other super chats here, but why don't we go around and we can do some outros while I'm going through them. Jordan. Where can they yep. find you? You can follow me on Twitter, Jordan Prince. You still you still streaming over on Twitch? Um, not currently. What are, there's 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 some new new card sets coming up, right? The next year? Yeah, in February. February. March. Okay. 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 Is that one I should be going for? Those ones? The February ones. February ones. That's the one to go for. Okay. Okay. Cool. You want to be doing some uh, pack openings on Twi Twitch for that? We'll see. Okay. Okay. Very good. Check out Jordan over on Twitter, Jordan Fringe. Let's go over to uh, Dreamcast Guy. Uh, YouTube.com slash Dreamcast Guy. Tomorrow I'm probably going to do a video about that stupid KFC console because my entire comment section is asking what I think about it. So you know what? I'll, I'll talk about it tomorrow on the channel. Jared says, what are your thoughts on video game addiction? Video game addiction? Yes, uh, video game addiction. I, I mean, it's real, and, it, and it's one of the things where you should try and distance yourself. I'm not sure how much... Like getting help is hard. I was at one point in my life toxically addicted to World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft I lost is... girlfriends. It crushed my damn life, and I had to just like it's so stupid. But yeah, I mean, in I early was going to bring that up because at the time, I think it was around that time, I was at GameStop and people would come in for those cards all the time, and they were just like, "This is the first time I left my house in two weeks." 
I'm yeah. Like, what? what? Yeah, there, there were all those stories of like the, the, the parents <laughs> who played EverQuest and their kids would die of starvation, yep. like that I, kind of stuff. Yeah. At one point, I played it uh, 16 hours a day for an entire um, about, about a month, and my eyes uh, would hurt when they were open, and they would twitch when they were closed. My eyes were trying to process data. Even when I shut them, they would wiggle. Uh, it was it was not good. Joshua says, it, "Which it which company has sale has? Oh, sells best." Merch, shirts, hoodies, etc. Sony, Microsoft, or Nintendo. I think. I think. I think Nintendo's the only one that focuses at least a little on merch. Everyone else just doesn't give a shit. I've seen some yeah. stuff from Sony. Sony has some things. They they have like they have like a, a couple ornaments and like some shirts and stuff. Yeah, but sell. like that that shirt you're wearing, uh, Max. I think that's like a third party that just licenses the logos to make yeah, a. This, sh- full disclosure, because I wear this in a lot of videos. Uh, you mailed this to me, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. You mailed this to me in every color. I have this in like five colors. Because the, the store I worked at was like, these are on sale for $5. I was like, yeah. I think I know someone who wants I, I got it in pink, yellow. I think I got like a green. <laughs> and white. Yeah, I still I still would like to go to the Nintendo store someday. Someday. It's cool. Is it? Yeah, yeah, I haven't been there. I'd like to go there, but you know. Maybe five years from now when everyone's allowed to go out and do stuff. <laughs> And uh, Liam says, if Switch gets backwards compatibility, will it get a new Smash or just Ultimate with all current DLC and more DLC added and build on it like a service? They might as well just keep at, like building on it. Just keep this one going, right? I'd I mean, say a new yeah, that's, that's the that's what we think. But Sakurai said if they do another one, you know, they it wouldn't have the same amount of characters. Yeah. Like they, so it just it, who knows what they're gonna do. I'd say a new Smash for one really simple reason is the contracts that they've made with third-party companies like Square to have Cloud and Sephiroth is for Ultimate. It's for this uh, version of this game. If they continue it, that's a new contract. That's more royalties that go to these companies. It's easier for them to say, let's start fresh, brand new Smash Brothers, let's reboot the franchise because they'd be paying out a lot of money again to all these companies. So it's, And they do it without Sakurai, I assume, then. So they'd probably have like a new sure. lead and, and probably, maybe they'd make it internal to Nintendo completely. Or you could probably have crafted a team well enough at Bandai Namco where you could probably just have them do it. I just don't even see that at this point, dude, I don't even really see the need to, like you said, reboot it. Like, what are you going to do? It'd have to be a completely different type of thing, you know? Because so it's just like the, the platform one? fighter type of thing. Like, yeah, that's the thing with Smash. I've had this conversation with some friends, like journalists and non, and... The kind of the consensus is if you want to make smash brothers into the fighting game that the community wants it to be then reboot it and make it that fighting game if you want to remain the party game then maybe shift a little more towards that party focus but like the core gameplay of ultimate is still good when you you know play with friends and such it's that single player element of it that's it's been weak for the last couple of entries so there's room for the series to grow and it just doesn't seem like they know where to take it yet. And if you could reboot it, maybe you can find that focus. Well, this... my only question is like, does that make the series more popular than it? Because it's the best-selling fighting game of all time. Right. It's it's That's... twenty million plus. So does that rebooting it and focusing on single player does that make it a better? experience I, I don't i just don't know if that's what people know. want you know of, of it because it's already people want all the characters they want just play with their friends and throw items right. that's why i think that it would be great if they did if they just continued with ultimate then did a single player huge single player expansion 
and rollback right? mm. and just say call it super smash yeah. Brothers ultimate whatever and i know you'd have to pay the licenses and keep it going but at least you don't have to spend the development on a new game it would still be the same thing you just continue selling that and maybe you put it right. together with the dlc but i mean yeah, yeah man it, it's it nobody really knows exactly that's why i don't think sakurai truly knows well i mean does he happen. really does he really even need to because yeah, after his contract is done he's he's good to go because he's sora limited or whatever so they can just do what they well, want then yeah I, I just don't know if there really needs to be i mean i know that sounds weird right and i know that's but is does there really need to be a reboot and then they just do that like i just don't know man like it's no just, sakurai's it's gotta wrong. go do kid Icarus or something go do something else yeah i'd be down if this was the last one and they just said hey we're just gonna just do this and we're gonna have a, a team at bandai namco that just works on this i'd be like all right cool it's it's the last one just give me a single player experience and give me rollback on the netcode just continuing you know improving that i'd be fine with it um because i don't know what they're gonna do and going back to like let's say like 30 characters that's uh, that'd be that's, interesting. That's not fun. <laughs> it, it'd be like uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, where whenever they yeah. downsize the characters, Marvel vs. Capcom, that's yeah. all people could talk about. Yep. Yeah. Who's which character that you like? Yeah. that's not there anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, remember when Wolverine was allowed Smash. to be here? That game's yeah. gonna have. They announced the new Smash. There's gonna be a lot of angry people. Yeah. 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 Yes. I mean, even with Smash Four, because they they removed Snake. Yep. They removed uh, Wolf. Yep. There was a number of characters that were removed. And even though that game had more characters than most fighting games at the time, there were people were still upset at that. They were still pissed off. And like characters were added via DLC. They added Mewtwo and Lucas and certain Roy and characters that, that weren't in there. But people were still upset that they didn't have certain characters in there. So, I mean, the game would have to be absolutely Touch. incredible. Like, it would have to blow Ultimate away for them to get away with that, you know? And then uh, once Smash is done, do you think other publishers like Sony or Microsoft would approach Sakurai for projects. No, could. I mean, they it's could, possible, couldn't they? Yeah. Why not? They could. Yeah. yeah, they could. Yeah. But I mean, we have to look at, look at the games he makes They're, for the most part. I mean, they're very, they're friendly for everybody. They're very pick up and play. There's a slight emphasis on a little bit of more of the Japanese side. And that's something Microsoft and Sony really aren't focusing on, especially look at Sony. Their Japanese studio is disintegrating every day right now. They've had <laughs> literally evaporating. They've had yeah, two major leads depart in the last yeah, week. Yeah, but Microsoft themselves, Phil Spencer said in an interview, they want to, in the same interview, I want to focus on the Japanese market as well. And I want to also improve on our weakness, which are the E rated games. Yeah, yeah that, better, there's better options if for that goal to be achieved than going to Sakurai and saying, make a new Meteos for us. I think he'll still stay. <laughs> I, I think he'll still do projects with Nintendo mostly. I, I don't think Microsoft and Sony are going to come in and grab him or anything, but that's eh, something interesting. I'm sure they would at least, you don't think they'd at least reach out to him and be like, hey, what do you, you want to do next? They could reach out and say, hey, what do you want to do? His problem is that you look at Sora Unlimited and what is Sora Unlimited? It's like... It's just him, really. It's just him, yeah. yeah. It's him and his wife. So they'd so have to provide us. They'd, they'd have to give to... him a development team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, hey, come to 343 and make a game. Okay. <laughs> uh, OJ, where can they find you? Yeah, you guys can find me right here on YouTube Player Essence. I just did a couple of my top 10 um, video games of 2020 and my most anticipated games of 2021. And I've got a, a pretty cool video going up soon on the KFC console that you guys might want to you know, watch. So that'll be fun. Um, so there's that. There might be a guest character, somebody that out there. I don't know who it could be, but it could be somebody out there hosting that um, KFC console stuff. So we'll see about that. But uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can check my channel live streams daily. Um, 
video gaming news, all sorts of stuff. We talk about all different types of things. So check out the channel if you can. Liam says, what if Sony approached Sakurai for PlayStation All-Stars 2? <laughs> <laughs> well, on the plus side, it would take them about eight years to make. And there you go. <laughs> I don't know who would develop it. What an interesting pitch that would be if Sony actually showed up and tried it and was like, hey. That would be interesting. Be, <laughs> I, dude, I'd be down. I'd be like, yo, we can have great Smash Brothers and we can have a great PlayStation All-Stars. Let's That's go. true. That's true. <laughs> Marcus says, can you please recommend us the best TVs for PlayStation 5? CX. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or the Sony 900. The Sony 900 yeah. might be pretty good. Those yeah. are good. Too. But, I mean, are... I would go with the OLED, personally. Me, OLED. OLED is pretty good. It looks really yeah. nice on the Because, like, everything on the PS5 seems geared towards... Uh, TVs with good HDR and like the mm -hmm. OLEDs, like the like the CX are really good for that. So really, really, really good. LG CX fifty five. It's like fifty five PUA or something like that. Mm -hmm. That's what it's called. Sir Crypto, what do you think of all this insane donkey drama? I am not up to date on that. I don't know. I have no idea. Let me tell you something real quick, guys, about these Nintendo content creators. Or not even donkeys. Not even that. Stop buying into all this drama with people and their personal lives and stuff like that. Stop, like, stop feeding like Abdullah. Same thing with like, just leave these dudes alone and let them live their life. Like, people, people are going way too extra on this stuff, man. I found somebody who photoshopped a naked picture of me, and I just want to say, also, don't do that. Don't do drama. Stop photoshopping naked pictures of me because I don't understand it. Benacera says, thank you, everyone, for helping to get through this difficult year. Happy New Year's and looking forward to your future content coming in 2021. And Mecca says, have any of you all played Evo? The Search for Eden. That was on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, that was yep. the Super Nintendo one. I, I did it. play it. I don't have it because it's an expensive game now. Right? It's really expensive. It used to be cheaper believe it or not back in the day and it was like a hundred something dollars then now it's even more expensive that was a cool idea though because it's just you would just evolve over time um and uh it was, it was an interesting idea on the super nintendo but i i didn't play more than maybe half an hour of it because i didn't own it so i uh, that's the first game i ever beat on an emulator yeah i didn't even think to go back and do it on an emulator i just remember it got traded in one time and i was like i'll try playing this and i was like yeah, that's a cool idea and that was kind of it uh what about what about nate where can they find you you can find me on YouTube at Nate the Hate. There are two episodes up there right now. One with MVG where we talk about the Switch Pro and some of the tech that it may be implementing, like DLSS, a brand new SOC. So you can listen to that. It's a quality episode with a lot of good information about what you can expect from the rumored Switch Pro for 2021. And there's another talking about the recent Nintendo Ninja controversy and how it's not a controversy and people really need to understand how this industry works before leaping to the propaganda of social media where everyone wants to attack nintendo in recent weeks over matters in which they know nothing about so that's up there too there will be an episode this week with mvg we are planning a lot of content in 2021 with a lot of special guests which include developers both high and mid-tier and we're going to have one in january where we talk about a very interesting topic you actually did a, a solo video this past yeah, week. You should, do, you should do more of those. Um, maybe. It depends the topic. People seem interested in it. It'll be select topics. I really feel like I need to address it. I didn't even want to talk about the Nintendo Ninja topic, but there was so much misinformation going around where people didn't understand it that I just had to dispel it. Okay, and then Evan, where can they find you? 
follow me on Twitter at Kim Rick's Project. Uh, I might stream this week. I've been posting pictures of the process stuff that's going towards the Spawncast 200 shirt. Looks good. Looks uh, good. Yeah, it's probably not going to be done by episode 200. It might be like a week or two more, but I want to make sure it's good. And you together, made all of us so. look way cooler than we actually are in person. That's what I'm trying for, yeah. <laughs> I look that cool in person, mind you. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we'll be doing that. And hopefully, I'll stream this week if I can figure out why the hell OBS was crashing quick, all Evan? day today. What's up? With that shirt, are you literally everybody is drawn that big on that shirt? Uh, they're they're going to be larger, yes. Supposedly, I gotta I gotta make sure by the end that it works. But it's an one of them at the very least is going to be an all over print hoodie. So I do need the characters to be <laughs> larger because we didn't have a lot of people. You're on. drawing everybody that's been on the spawn cast in that detail on between the between 100 and 200. Not everyone because episode one to 100 was something like oh god 30 or 40 people okay okay that's what that's what i wanted to I was like there's no way you can get everybody okay, okay. no i got i got the list now i just need to double check it but i think i'm it's maybe still like hype though it's still freaking away. amazing that shirt it's still amazing stuff cool okay i guess i'll do it here for spawncast episode 195 and we'll be back next next uh saturday night in the new year 2021 so here's open for a good year we'll see you guys then